Welcome back to Going Long on First. We are officially one week away from the 2022 NFL Draft, which means we have one more mock for all y'all. Give you a number one, ah, probably about a month ago now, it feels like, beginning of March. A little over a month ago, I guess. Seth, number two, uh, you know, in the interest of, you know, just taking us back, why don't you just read the whole mock draft number one for us right now? All right, let's hear it. Yeah, I don't have that. Mock draft, <laughs> Seth. You don't, you do not have that at the top of your head. See, that's the thing is like, it might as well be ancient history because so much has changed. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't even tell you. I mean, some of the top prospects haven't, and probably where they'll go. Well, actually, maybe we'll see. Um, yeah, it's ancient history. It feels like the one we did uh, what two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Feels like that's gonna drastically change too. We'll see. But uh, what we did tonight is uh, changed up the order a little bit. Owen was uh, comparing it to pizza, but. Um, <laughs> It was what a I good comparison I... and not worth rehashing, but it was a good one. That's all yeah, you need yeah. to know. Hey, man, people need to know. Transparent. Um, split up all the teams with multiple picks between the three of us. Owen finally got the Packers tonight. Jeremy, of course, gets the Eagles. Damn right. Damn uh, right. I think he'd walk off the pod if he didn't. So had I'm to do it all the time. Um, and then, yeah, it's pretty much just randomized the rest. Of these so it should be interesting so each team that has multiple picks we all have uh, a couple of those um but before we start just real quick some big news that happened yesterday now yesterday Debo Samuel comes out now it's kind of been rumored over the last couple of weeks it feels like month maybe that uh things weren't great over there in San Francisco land Santa Clara Santa Clara right on the bay. Yeah, sure. Um, but he comes out yesterday saying that he wants to be traded for multiple reasons. Multiple reasons. Uh, what do you guys think of this? His reasoning. And uh, do you think he ultimately gets traded before next week? Oh, and you go first. I think it's a no-brainer with the now, just think of the first domino that fell in this receiver market. Like, do you imagine how many front offices in the league are are wanting to threaten the life of Trent Balky in Jacksonville for signing Christian Kirk to just way too much money, way too much money? And that has just set off Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and now all these young receivers wanting their own contracts, Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf. It's just – it's it's – They've kicked the hornet's nest. Debo Samuel, specifically, very good reason the way he gets used as a running back. Like, give that guy two contracts. Uh, he is, and he's the Jimmy perfect... Graham, bro. What's that? Going the Jimmy Graham route there, or what? Why not? But get get him paid as the receiver. Are you going to give him running back money? Throw on those incentives for running back stuff too. I I, I can dig it. All right, I, got I no, I don't, and I don't think he would want that because he just doesn't want to play running back anymore. He did very well, but Jesus Christ, either. let let another different guy play running back and let the man do his work in the slot because he's still a beast either way. It's just, uh, it earned him his All Pro honors. I think he he's got that under his belt now. 
Just pay the man and let him play his position. You know, it. they could use him. They could use him in the backfield on occasion, do some swing stuff. I mean, like, they can still use him in that gadgety sense that they used him last year, and then he went to a bit more full-time running back, I guess. But you, use him everywhere you can, like a gadget, like a Swiss Army knife. Just put him every which way. I mean, he's talented enough for it. It just, yeah, it makes sense that you don't want to have 20 carries in the backfield. I mean, he's going to, his career is going to be over in five years if that happens. I don't blame him for, for that, too. I don't think he gets traded, though. You know, oh. I'll just say real quick first of all, Seth, right off what you said at the end there, I don't think he's going to get moved. I think somehow they're going to square this away. Um, he'll just get his role he wants. I mean, the thing about San Francisco and the Shanahan's is it's like, you don't need your wide receiver to be your running back, you know, because you have running backs that they can pull literally out of anywhere and turn them into a thousand yard guys. Right. So why use your star receiver to do so? So realistically, I mean, if you're Debo, why would you want to go elsewhere? I mean, that's one of the most receiver friendly offenses out there. So I, I personally think it's gets squared away. Um, if I have one complaint, it's like, man, it's, it's fun watching dudes that can do it all like that. And it's going to be sad to not see it as much. Yeah. 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 From, from big star receivers anyway, I think, you know, you could probably still see it from a guy in Debo's position last year where we knew he'd be good, but he just hadn't been good yet. But uh, you know, when you become an all pro receiver, I think you earn the right to just not to have to take punishment play after play anymore. You, you don't think, you would think that Shanahan and that offense, uh, they wouldn't want this long-term anyway because they know that they're going to beat Debo into the ground if they do this, and you're going to lose a, a superstar player. You're going to be cutting years off of his career if you continue to do this. So you would think it would be best interest for them to stop doing this as well. The best That's, scheme in the NFL for making anybody be good at running back as well. So, right. you know, yeah. You would think that'd be the assumption, like why burn out our guy this way. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. And they did have injury problems last year. It's like, Hey, you got this guy that's so good at this. Use it. But I mean, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. That's the thing. And definitely don't blame him for uh, not wanting to, but we'll see if he gets moved before the draft. It'll be interesting. I'm sure they'd get a lot for him. I think if he doesn't get moved before the draft, he doesn't get moved this year. Yeah, I, I think it's now or it doesn't happen. All right. I think it's time. Let's unveil the curtain for the final time. The going long on first. Mock draft 3.0. It's Not- so good to say. And you know why? Because it means the draft is right around the corner. I thought it was the the mock draft Seth point oh. Isn't that what it is? Did I miss you something? Call it that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> mock draft Seth point oh. I'm I'm down. Okay. Uh so anyways, yeah, like I mentioned before, we split up the picks a little differently this time. But Jeremy leads us off with the Jacksonville Jaguars at number one. Well, yeah, somebody's gonna know what the fuck's the... going on. What's that? Somebody's got to know what the fuck's going on here, Seth. So it might as well be me that's picked it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, we, that's a great start. <laughs> yeah. That's confidence builder right there. <laughs> Anyways, 
you lead off the 2022 NFL draft with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are currently on the clock. What say you, Jeremy? So here's the deal. First question. We doing trades? Uh, I, I mean, conduct your business in the text chat without speaking, you know, or taking up time. And then, you know, maybe, or, or it's just a simple swap with a team that you already have. Okay. Just, I was just curious, not that I'm trying to make one right here, but uh, <clears throat> if they could pull it off right here, I think they do. Um, I assume the Jaguars want out of this pick. Um, I've heard that def- too. Yeah, it just definitely seems as if um, I don't know. But who wants like, uh, it? That's the question. That is the question. And uh, you know, I was listening to an Eagles pod, and they were going on and on and on about how if they could give up one one and like a three to go up and get Aiden Hutchinson, that they'd do it. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'd do, I'd do that right now." You know what I mean? <clears throat> I'd do that. I'd almost do that for the top three run, uh, big time rushers, but. I mean, it's not going to happen. You know, as you sit here and you look at the Jaguars roster, I mean, there's holes, you know, there's a lot of them. You got your quarterback, you got some pretty decent offensive linemen throughout. Skill guys are, eh, they're not bad. James Robinson, you imagine him and Travis Etienne are going to be studs next year together. Studs, you know, it's going to be just a good backfield. And then you look at the top of the draft here with, with, you know, the top candidates. And um, not to really draw this out, but Hutchinson to me, Hutchinson to me is just like, he's the safe dude for edge rushers, you know? Yes. And you already got Josh Allen, right? Who is very, very good at what he does. Um, your interior guys, the type of defense they run, <clears throat> it's pretty much Allen at like that edge, ed, edge, just specifically edge role. And then they run the nose, you know. So I think that you'd probably want to get another edge guy, right? Now, is Thibodeau the dude, or is it somebody that can move around like Walker? I don't know. I don't think Walker could play inside for them. So we're going to go the safe route, and we're going to take Malik Willis. I mean, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, edge Michigan. And I think last week or the week before, if not every single week we talked about prospects, He's kind of like we've all said that Watt mixture or like the Bosa mixture. Like he kind of falls into that. And him and Josh Allen could give you quite the tandem on the edge. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. You're, you're going to start his own career on a down note by, you know, having him not go home. The one spot he can go that isn't home is Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is going to be two mocks in a row that uh, Lions don't get their guy. So yeah, they're, they're, hoping, they're hoping for a miracle uh, next week when the real thing happens. But what, a lot what about the possibility of, uh, you know, Detroit or, you know, Jacksonville calling down to Detroit, be like, hey, uh, we feel like we know what you want to do and we're thinking about it. But if you want your guy, how about you just like sweeten this, this, this the pot for us? You know, let's sneak a third or a fourth round pick out of this just so you make sure you get your guy, Naden Hutchinson. So it's just it's just the Jags being greedy. Is that what you're saying? 
Well, I'm just saying, because, I mean, the Jacks could easily take the pick, especially you have to feel like the Lions really want Aiden Hutchinson, right? Oh, I'm sure they do, as <laughs> as most teams do. So I'm just saying, I'm just not ruling that possibility out, because it probably wouldn't cost too much to just move down one pick, because Jacksonville might not want to pick him anyway. But if the, if the Lions want to make sure they do, be like, hey, you know, he was a fifth rounder. You could either take Trayvon Walker and not have the fifth rounder, or you can move down, take the fifth rounder, and get the same guy. To refresh my memory, didn't that happen like a draft or two ago where there was a team, I think it was at like five and six, and just to move a pick, I feel like it was the Bears actually, or Fields or something. I don't remember. If, if, and they got, oh. got, like it was like a first, a second, and then like two late picks in the, the next year. That's way too much. Yeah, I just remember it was, it was something for a quarterback. That's why I feel like it was the Bears. I feel like it's the best. Well, with Trubisky? Oh, it was with Trubisky, I think, actually. I think, they moved, I think they moved up, like, two, three picks. It was, like, a pick or two, him. I think. Yeah. And they, they, like, gave up quite a bit to a do lot. so. A lot, yeah. And a lot. I mean, now him. he's playing in Pittsburgh, so. Sure, fair. We're you know, well that's for them. Quarter, quarterback, so it's a little different, I suppose. But, yeah, you know. This is the hometown boy, Owen. Yeah. I, I mean, know, Dan. Daniel Jeremiah tells a story that they, you know, he was working in the Ravens office, and the Browns tried to get him to – to trade up to get Holote Nata and they decided they, they knew that Browns weren't going to pick him, but they thought they'd give a fourth rounder to him anyway, just to make sure they got Holote Nata, you know, yeah. which was a good choice. All right. So Hutchinson to the Jags, once again, breaks all of the Lions fans hearts. So they get their consolation prize of Trayvon Walker and oh. defensive end out of Georgia. A guy that Lions fans have been like silently trashing in their minds. Like, I can't believe the Jags are going to pick Trayvon Walker instead of Aiden Hutchinson. It's so cool. And but then they you just him. disappointed him. <laughs> I, I mean, he really is the next best thing. And uh, he, what, this is exactly how it happened last time when Trayvon Walker last time. I'm doing it again. I, I think he fits perfect with what Dan Campbell wants. Um, and that defense, I mean, he's all defense and, and just nastiness. And, and Trayvon Walker gives him another piece for that. I'm going to keep it shorter. Uh, just say good time. But Trayvon Walker for the Lions just makes sense without Hayden Hutchinson. Uh, so he's their consolation prize. Yep. Yeah, I mean, him or, you know, I don't know how teams view Walker or Thibodeau. I don't know who's actually going to be the next best. But it feels like it, – you hear Walker in the top three a lot more. You do. Uh, I don't think uh, Kyle Hamilton goes here. I, I really don't think Malik Willis is is the guy here. Um, I think the Lions can get a, a pretty close quarterback to Malik Willis at the beginning of the second round or at the end of the first. So I don't think it's Malik either. I think it's going to be one of these def- defensive linemen. Uh, yeah, but Trayvon Walker. But, Jeremy, we're back to you with the Houston Texans. At With number the three, fighting Texans, right, Owen? Best, best available, right? Just draft best available. You know, I feel like that, right? Uh, with a team with that many needs, you just kind of got to shoot your shot with whoever's the top pick, right? Yep. Now, the trouble of that is who is the top pick? Exactly. Uh, is it Evan Neal? Is it Ahmad Gardner? Is it Kyle Hamilton? Who is it? Is it? Is it, the Jets, the Jets just shivered after you said all those names because they want them all. I know, right? Is it Thibodeau? Now, thanks, Reagan. Um, 
They just signed our boy from last year, the cornerback. God, I'm forgetting his name. We stole him from Kansas City or was it Pittsburgh? Help me out here, guys. Nelson? Steven Nelson. Yeah, they just signed him. Now you assume they still got Desmond King, right? I believe so. But that's you a good assume, question. You assume one of those guys is going to play inside, right? One of the two of them. I would assume King is on the inside and uh, Steven Nelson is on the outside. Now you got a real need at the other corner. You still got Terrence Brooke. You just, uh, they signed, who did they send? Uh, their secondaries are right. On offense, it's like you still got Tunsil. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit last week a lot. I think Owen, you mentioned it. You got Howard on the other side. How do you feel about him? Do you kick him inside? So it just kind of comes down to, to me, it comes down to do you want Evan Neal or do you want Sauce? You know, which one do you, which one of these two players do you feel like you're going to just plug and play immediately? They're going to help you moving forward. And to me, it's Evan Neal. I think Ooh, I, hey. I think you gotta go Evan Neal here. I think you got to get give Davis Mills the best possibility to show what he's got. I think I know that's that's right. That's right. Reagan says that's right. Now Titus Howard, you can kick into guard. You can maybe let Larry Tunsil move next year. You could trade him. You've got you know the guy to come in and replace him, or you got bookends and a, I mean a really good guard next year. But I think regardless, you got to give Davis Mills the best possibility to show that he's all right, you know, or at least a viable quarterback. And then if he doesn't work out, hey, you got a, a great offensive lineman for uh, offensive line for anybody to come into next year. So I'm going to go with the first tackle off the board in Evan Neal. Man, good pick. You know, widely good pick. touted to be the first overall pick about two months ago has changed dramatically. Well, not dramatically, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely a name that has been floated around. I'm an, I'm the Jets, right, Seth? You are indeed. I go Jets, Giants. You are, you are Mr. New York. Tonight. Man, really picking because, you know, if anybody knows the heart of New York, it's, it's a small town kid from Northern Wisconsin. <laughs> that's for sure. <clears throat> so smart, smart booking there, Seth. Uh, you know, Evan Neal has definitely been floated around the Jets and really, you know, tackles in general. And I just don't – I feel like the Mackay Becton hate has been getting overplayed in the media for some reason. I don't get that. I don't, I don't either. It was injuries and immaturity issues, but I think it really was just injuries sidelining him for most of the year last year. The dude is still a stud. Maybe he'd be – you know, in my mind, just the way a, a big mauler like that might be better at right tackle. He just needs to learn to play left tackle better. But nonetheless, I'm taking tackle out of my mind for this pick because you could hit a few home runs here. Secondary in multiple spots. And then this run of edge rushers. Two of the top three are out of the, out of the you know, out of the way. We're not picking them. We can't. If you fall down to 10, you still got a chance for some of those secondary guys and maybe whoever the hell else you want, possibly start the receiver run. As the Jets, I am so close to hitting. I got three buttons in front of me. I'm, I got my pinky fingers hovering over Kyle Hamilton, Sauce Gardner, and I say, you know, give me Kayvon Thibodeau. Number four. Hey, on Thibodeau, not where I thought you were going there. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he's definitely in play here, uh, especially when you get the two top guys going one-two. It's like, well, 
he's not going to be there past five or six. He's just not. There's no way. So um, I feel like they, I think they just had a meeting. That's what that's what it was. That last Friday they had a meeting with Thibodeau. It went extremely well. He feels like a cocky New York player, you know. If he busts out, he might be a superstar. You know, he could be a he's big media. Right. Um, and I feel like that you need a Bob Salah big time edge rusher to start yes. anchoring that defense. Give me Kayvon Thibodeau. All right. Kayvon Thibodeau. Good, good pick. Good pick. It's back to you again with the G I A N T S giants. That's, I mean, I guess, yeah, that you know, fits. <laughs> what do you great? You know, give me a, give me a letter grade on the, on the giants here. Quick. On so, Thibodeau. Uh, it's a surprise for sure. Um, I give you a B plus. Wow, dude. Really? I, I, it's a good pick. I, I, that's not what I expected and not maybe one of their biggest needs. I think that defensive line is already pretty good. I mean, he just adds another piece to it. Definitely. Not, obviously not a bad pick. He's one of the top prospects. Uh, just not what I thought, not what I expected. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you know, not really what I would do, uh, you know, but the board laid out a little too perfectly. I think it's just like you get that you got three top guys in your grade and you're like, okay, there's only one of them left. And I got my pick. And then maybe in the second round, you know, I'm going to edge. That leaves me with the giants. I would say you gotta think edge was definitely up there in wants. And now that all three are gone by top five, or by pick five, like you're sitting there as the Giants, like, well, that sucks really bad. It makes this decision easier, I would say. And uh, give me, you know, top tackle left. I would say, you know, you got three edges in the top and you got two tackles in the top tier as well. Give me Ika McQuanu. Hey, Owens boy. Ikemekwanu. That's a beautiful pick, Owen. That is a beautiful pick. I'll tell you that right um, now. A lot, a lot of talk about uh, Mississippi State tackle Charles Cross uh, crawling up some or sprinting up some draft above boards. Ickham. Not above Ickham. Sticky Ickham. It feels like this dude is just, you know, one of one. Evan Neal's like a different type of player, and then Iquanu could be a left or right. And uh, it feels like a nasty, like, Giants – type of lineman so and what i mean they i say type of lineman they haven't really had a great line in a while you know so yep give me ike mcquano my next giants pick will be interesting this one's easy all right good pick good pick take a breather i have the (laughs) panthers at six and then you're back up with the giants again are you gonna do it i'll tell you what i'm gonna do on Jeremy, can he do it? I no, could. He's, Jeremy but says will no. I? Will you? Last time. So I had the Panthers pick last time. This is funny that I'm getting the Lions and the Panthers again. Didn't plan it like this. Last mock, I had Kenny Pickett going to the Panthers because of that connection. I'm going to tell you right now, Kenny Pickett ain't going to the Panthers in this mock. And what? Okay. All right. I'll tell you who is, though. Oh, they got a lot of needs. They lost a big time defender last after last year, after this past season. 
and uh, he didn't return. Uh, so this is where this is going. Sauce Gardner, Ahmad Sauce Gardner going to the Carolina Panthers at six. The best corner in the draft who's been rising over the last couple months. I, 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 they lost, they lost Gilmore as their starting corner and they, um, they replaced him with Sauce Gardner, a young flashy player from Cincinnati who can do a little bit of everything. I think he'll help uh, help that defense. They have needs all over the place. They could go tackle because they need tackle. Obviously, quarterback's a big thing. They could go receiver. They could go a multitude of places. I'm going with maybe the best defender left, Sauce Gardner, to the Panthers. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I didn't well do it, Owen. Sorry. I mean, it's fair, and it's not even like, you know, I wouldn't even say it's one of their, like, top three needs, but I feel like it's a very mature pick for the Carolina Panthers to, like, not panic. Let's not go Willis or Pickett, you know. If, if Ickham would have been here, I probably would have went Ickham. Right, right. I didn't see the value in Cross going here. Right. Uh, so, I, ultimately, I was debating on Kyle Hamilton or Gardner. Value-wise, Gardner's going to give you more, I feel like. So I went Gardner. He went Gardner. Um, man, yeah. Like I said, it very measured. You know, the edges are gone. The top two tackles are gone. It depends on how they feel about cross. I think this is definitely a pick right up there that's a game for Carolina. Also a trade-back possibility. And you know what? the giants are also kind of kicking themselves too, where they're just like, Jesus Christ. Like you guys took all, you know, we would have absolutely went edge at five had the jets not screwed us over with Thibodeau. I think. Damn. Uh, you know, O-line. How could you possibly take two tackles with your two top 10 picks? That's a stretch. Oh, the last team that did something like that was the Jets when they went to Brickishaw, Ferguson, and Mangle. Remember that? That was center and uh, tackle. That's the last time somebody went two in the first round that I remember. Yeah, and these ones are so close together. I have to be thinking that they might be trying to trade back just the way the board fell. Um, I'm trying to think of who. Give me one second. Again, it's not a situation I thought would actually play out. And after I made that Jets pick, I was like, oh, shit, the Giants are effed right now with what they want to do. That being said, give me the wild card of the first round. He could be in the top three. He could be in pick 20. Give me Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. Not like a glaring need. If I'm the Giants... You know, I have a good grade on him. Maybe I wasn't thinking him. Again, the board has to fall exactly like this for this to happen. Because they want an edge and they want to tackle five and seven. Edge didn't quite work out. They might try to trade back or trade in back into the back into the first round for a Karloftis type or something like that. But why not just give me a trend, you know, uh, a generational type talent at the position? do some cool things on defense. Why the heck not? As uh, 
avid hater of the Giants. Um, I think this is honestly like a super sneaky, damn near lock, whether there's a tackle there or not. Ooh. If you if you could pair him with Xavier McKinney, that's a hell of a tandem in the back end for a defense. Young, too. Young. You don't have Peppers. You literally have no one besides for McKinney. Um, I think they got one other dude. I was looking at this earlier. I think they got one other dude, but, I mean, they need secondary help big time. Uh, Bradbury, Julian Love is the only other safety on the roster at the point. At the so they got Xavier McKinney. Um, outside of that, you got uh, James Bradbury, who, you know, he, he started off hot in his Giants career and then it kind of cooled off. And then you've got Adore Jackson who will show up for what a half a game every four or something like that. Yep, he'll show know. up for about a weekly mention on you know the going long on first pod, but that's about absolutely it. Well. he's only relevant here. That's that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a good pick on that's that's one that as I've been reading through the mocks and stuff, I'm like, to me, that almost feels like a lock. That and then uh what is it, Singleton or Sting- Stingley uh, out of LSU, the cornerback, the Minnesota? Stingley. Yeah. Stingley. Those just seem like locks to me almost. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect fits. So All I'm right, up. Jeremy, you're up. Right? You're up at eight with the Atlanta Falcons. With the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Let me pull up my quick mock. Ooh. So Atlanta just re signed Cordero. Um, when you look at their depth chart, they got him sitting at running back, him, Mike Davis. Um, he lost Julio a year ago. You're now without what's his nuts at receiver. Can't even think of his name right now. Um, who are you throwing the ball to outside of Kyle Pitts next year, right? And then to me, this is a pick. I'm honestly, like everybody in the top 10, realistically, most of them in the top 10. This is kind of like, yo, you should probably take just the best player available. But I think the I think the Falcons, especially with a team with not a whole lot of offensive firepower outside of Cordero, who really cooled off fast last year, I think you got to go. You got to get something here, right? Um, obviously, you've got the tight end, you know, but you know that guy's not gonna. You're not gonna rely on your tight end to just totally carry your offense. Um, as I'm looking at the big board and our mock so far. Yeah, Calvin Ridley out for a year still. Ridley, that's the name. My bad. It was just not coming to me for some reason. There you go. Um, so it's whatever receiver you like at this moment. It really is. I keep on losing my mock. My bad. So, I mean, these Seth, guys could have used – go ahead. Seth, your top receiver. Quick, go. Probably uh, – Wow. I'm blame, um London, probably London. I think London's probably the first off the board, but uh, I think Jameson could be sneaky. And so Garrett Wilson, it's that too. injury though. I, I yeah, he, I agree. I've I've seen some mocks out there where he falls out of the first round solely because of that injury. I'm seeing him at I, top ten, so we'll see. I get it. Yeah. So okay. I personally think now this is where I text you about doing the top, you know, top three to five. I personally think the highest floor of the receivers is like by far and away, by far and away, Garrett Wilson. Like, I think that guy's got the highest floor of all of them Um, to just, he can go anywhere and he's going to be a good receiver. Like, doesn't matter to me. Now is he kind of, oh, and help me with the name again. I keep on forgetting the damn fucker's name. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. (laughs) Is he a lot like Calvin Ridley? Yeah, he really is. You know what I mean? Now the Jamison Wilson, the thing about him is, 
that dude's like number one asset is he's fast. And how often do dudes come back from an ACL injury and not be fast? It happens. You know what I mean? Like, do you want your first round pick to just be a total like, hey, he's not fast anymore? That sucks. Um, Drake London, I think, has got one of the lowest floors, but like he's a big time boomer bust for me. I don't know why, but when I watch that guy, it just screams JJ Arcega Whiteside to me, and I'm like, I, can... I want. I want nothing to do with that. Maybe nothing. a higher ceiling, but I doubt. I get you though for sure. Like he PTSD definitely is there, Jeremy. He's a hot. What's that sound? A little PTSD there. A little bit. We just we just changed that guy to tight end today. What a joke. Anyways, so Drake <laughs> London to me, he. If you're a big body receiver in college and you're known for beating corners at the catch point, that's not good for me. I'm just I'm just gonna say unless you're like a physical freak like Kellen Johnson, that's just not a good look for me. I'm going Garrett Wilson here for the Falcons. I just think, honestly, the next thing would have been offensive line, but the top two guys are already off the board. And I'm not going Lindenbaum this well. Nah, I will. uh, Not this early. I can't do it. Not a high grade uh, on Charles Cross, huh? You know what? Cross, though, I think is the type of guy you could get late. I really do think that. Falcons. Not that they got another pick. Maybe. But I think you could get them later in the draft. That's just my opinion. But now we're gonna go. We're gonna go Garrett Wilson here. I think that's. I think it's a good spot for them. Yeah. No. I mean, it's a good pick. They they absolutely need it. And whatever quarterback they get next year, because uh, I'm sure they'll be in the top ten next year too. Um, we'll have some weapons to throw to. So. So did you guys both say who your number one receiver is? Because I, I honestly think Garrett Wilson. I don't know if he's the number one, but I think he's the safest. I would. I, I would say. Drake London, uh, I think it would easily be Jameson Williams if not for that injury. He would be by far and away the best, uh, but injury really takes him down. I would go Drake London. All right. Who's up next? All right. I am up at number nine uh, with the Seattle Seahawks uh, from the Russell Wilson trade. No quarterback yet. We're almost out of the top ten, and we know the Jets aren't going to take one. (laughs) Seattle needs a quarterback. I don't know how much they truly believe in Drew Locke as their guy. Is he going to do it on? He's going to announce the trade second rounder to Green Bay for Jordan Love, I think. Hey, I love it. I love it. But not tonight. Seattle Seahawks take quarterback Malik Willis out of Liberty University. Give me Liberty or give me... Death, he said. <laughs> wow. Um, and he takes liberty. Uh, give me, yes. So here's your quarterback, first quarterback off the board. Uh, I've seen Malik Willis anywhere from two to 20 something, uh, depending. Um, Seattle needs a guy. They traded their guy. Why not get a younger version of him? Uh, I think maybe a bit more athletic, I'd say. Bigger, too. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's why Russell Wilson went so low, uh, it's because of his size. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Willis. I like him a lot. Um, I, they're probably going to throw him in right away. I would be hard pressed to see Drew Locke start, but Willis really should get some time to, uh, to season, to season himself, as I like to say, uh, but I don't know. If they throw him in right away, I don't know how successful he'll be in Seattle. Uh, but that's their guy regardless. They're they're putting uh, their hopes around Malik Willis now. 
Seth, is he, your top, is he your top quarterback in the draft? He is. He would be top. He would be, yes, number one for me. What about for you, Owen? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I started that way, but I like Pickett more now. I like Pickett a lot more. Is it because of the two gloves? No. I think Pickett is just a, a safer day one starter. Now, Seth, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think a Willis is going to be a guy that they're going to look at long-term potential. I think they do the same thing they did with Russ where uh, they still had, what was it, Matt Flynn, right? I could see Locke pulling a little bit of a Flynn role there. You know what I mean? Maybe. Oh, I get Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think Locke's just going to kind of warm – Warm it up for him, and then Willis will come in. I, I personally though, Locke like never threw one, six touchdowns though. Well, Locke's no good. Um, I would, <laughs> I would say, I would say Pickett. I would even go Pickett and Corral. Matt Corral are both better day one starters, but Willis has got a lot more potential. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. All right, Owen, we are on to you with the Jets, 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 Jets. Their second and last pick of the first round at number 10. Where are you going? You went KV on Thibodeau at four for them first. Where are you going with their second? Yes, Kayvon Thibodeau goes. Uh, and yet again, I'm here bouncing around three different names, three different positions, three different positions they considered at four, but three different guys for each position. So Sauce Gardner, Evan Neal. I have to think. Well, you know, I, I guess they're not going to draft a receiver that up up that high, but those were guys. Uh, I would say receiver, cornerback. I wish tackle wasn't. You know, I just don't think tackle should be talked about as much, but it is. So it is an option. I'm not going to do it. Um, especially on the right side, I think they liked George Fant uh, last year, from what I remember, and I feel like the line is like it. It still has a chance to be good. So. That being so said, Edge is taken from. out. So now we're thinking cornerback so you're receiver. you tell me there's a chance? We're thinking cornerback receiver here. And I think that one room is in a slightly worse spot than the other. Receiver, you got Corey Davis, the Wiley veteran at this point, the 25-year-old veteran, grizzled, grizzled young vet. Uh, and you got Elijah Moore, the playmaker, who came on big, you know, midway through the season. And then Braxton Berrios is like, he's just always a fun guy catching touchdowns randomly. And probably well, really Zach, well, Zach Wilson worked, loves that. Works really well with Zach Wilson. So that's three guys right there. Um, I'd have to imagine they're still thinking about like a wide receiver one, like a star type guy. This would be the place to do it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go Derek Stingley Jr. Out oh, of no. You cornerback. Oh, he just they ruined don't, the draft. They he just they, ruined this mock. They they saw the value in getting one of the top three edges. They would have taken Sauce Gardner. It didn't happen that way. They come down to number 10, and they say, hey, why the hell not? Stingley would be probably the number one cornerback in the draft had he not been injured. And, I, th- you know, it seems like he's coming back pretty well. And probably still play early season. Whereas Jamison Williams, if you draft a guy like that for your receiver room, probably not until the later half, you know, best case scenario. So give me Stingley, top guy. All right. I like it, Owen. I like it. Way to shake things up. 
I couldn't let Jeremy have an easy one, you know. But uh, I'm going to one-up you here. Oh, no. Um, you inspired me, Owen. I, I'm next at number 11 with the Washington Commanders. Number 11 pick here. They have needs, too. They do. Uh, as we all do. But um, oof. where do they go? Where do they go? We're going to quarterback. We're taking a quarterback. I think we all know that Carson Wentz is not the long-term solution here in Washington. I think it's kind of proven. We we all know what How old is, is Carson Wentz? I couldn't even tell you. Probably not 30, though. Close, but probably not. You're going to go quarterback here for real, for real, huh? I am, for real. Crazy motherfucker he is, Seth. <laughs> How old is he, Jeremy? How old is Carson Wentz? Do you Pretty know? sure he's 28 or 29. Yeah, I, I figured he's got to be flirting with 30, you know? 30's not all that bad, right, Jeremy? Seth, I just want to, Seth, I just want to pause you real quick. What do you I got? Gotta see what, I got to see what his contract is real quick. He's going to defend Carson Wentz right now, Seth. No, no, no. This that, is like a magical moment in the podcast history here. I guess we should all uh, relish this a little bit. Just just take it down a notch there, boys. I just got to <laughs> find out. It ain't, it ain't like that, okay? It feels like it. What's his the contract? contract. It's got to be, I don't know. He probably didn't sign a big deal with Indy. Did, did, the, did Indy take that contract off the Eagles? I think they took a couple years, but. Oh my God, do they? I think they've got the contract still. I think Washington does. Washington, Washington. has won the last year of the contract. Oh, with 2024. Poten- the potential out is after this year, but there is three more years on his contract. So but it's like di- 2024 and Washington. But it's an easy. Tied into one. They, can okay. get, they can get out easily after this year. Okay, so it's really a one year deal and prove it kind of thing. All right, Seth, you crazy bastard. You fucking just go do it, guy. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Woo! You ready for this, boys? I'm ready. Taking the quarterback out of Cincinnati. I knew Desmond it. Ritter. Desmond Ritter, number 11 to the Washington Commanders. Seth loves him some Desmond Ritter. I mean, the I Commanders know, love themselves Desmond Ritter, apparently. It's you know what I didn't go pick it, I didn't go corral. They're too pro ready. I think Desmond Ritter has the second highest ceiling of any of these quarterbacks. Malik Willis being one, I think Ritter is two. I love Desmond Ritter. I'm a big fan of him as well. I think this guy's got uber talent. He's just he just needs some time as well. He he's very similar to Malik Willis, not as polished. But I think he's got he's got the arm. He he's been successful. He was successful at Cincinnati, so you know he's got the 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 intangibles to do it. He's just got, like I said before, he just needs a little seasoning. I think this guy could be a great quarterback in this league too. The Washington Commanders see it as well. When they take him at eleven, like you just said, Owen, Carson Wentz is there for a year. You let Desmond sit for a year. You say, Carson, all right, sayonara, you're gone once again. 
and then they hand it over to Desmond for the future. So Desmond Ritter, number 11, Washington Commanders. We didn't weep, Jeremy. Desmond <laughs> Ritter is 22 years old, and he's a senior in college. All right, all right. Um, I wouldn't have done it. I would have buried Washington with something even worse, but uh, <laughs> I'll let you have it, Seth. It was almost so, too good of a quarterback pick, Seth, that you took for Jeremy. I, I, I think it's a good pick. It's not going to happen. I don't think Desmond Ritter goes this high uh, over. But hey, there probably will be one of the quarterbacks that go this high. You know, Malik Willis makes a little bit of sense, at least, where the other is like something's going to be shaken up, you know? Oh, always. Always does. So, All right, Owen, so, we're back to you. Seth, I just want to make one comment. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get that, this sucker moving. Well, like you just said, what I don't know which one of you just said it, but someone always creeps up in quarterbacks. You know what I yes. mean? Every single year, somebody's going to creep up. And it wouldn't be surprising if it was him because, like, so right here, you bring up the 2011 draft, Cam goes one, Locker creeped all the way up to eight, and then you had Ponder go at 12 just because the Vikings thought they had to get somebody, right? And at the top of the second round, you have probably, I mean, the best two quarterbacks in the draft in Andy Dalton and Colin Kaepernick. I mean, they're probably better than the rest, other than Cam's MVP season. So, I mean, I don't doubt it. So I could see him, maybe not this early, but I could see him creeping up for sure. One of these other guys is going to creep up. They'll, there's going to be three quarterbacks that go in the first round, no doubt about it. For sure, for sure. It'll be uh, – if there's going to be – yeah, more than that. And All I'm right, not going to pick any of them. Seth will pick the third one almost undoubtedly. Hey, I'll do it. Two for two. He's Number 12, uh, you know, it. What I thought Jeremy actually had Minnesota. That's why I said, like, when I took Stingley, I was like, I don't want Jeremy to have the easy one. Oh, you just did it to yourself then. I did it to myself, and then I thought about it. You know what? They have a number one option. You know, if the top 10 go where they should, they have a number one option. That's Stingley. The number two option came up, and I thought it's almost too easy to take two. Uh, Vikings need an edge rusher. I'd say they need interior line edge rusher cornerback. Uh, you could probably throw receiver in there as well, but I'm going to go edge rusher. Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. Eden Prairie, Minnesota native. Do you know that? Yes, did. Derek Sting, it's almost like, you know, like we talked about earlier, like Stingley just feels like it's going to happen in Minnesota unless one of those teams get antsy because they didn't get sauce. The Jets would be that team. I didn't realize his defensive coordinator is now the defensive backs coach at Minnesota, LSU. I didn't know that. Connections. Connections. There you go. That's why, the, that's why the Stingley connection is just so perfect. It is. But you ruined that tonight. That's I did. Great. You know, we'll see what happens with Daniil Hunter. He's still on the team, right? He is. He's just, he just injured. I think there was talks, but he's still there. Uh, you have these two guys all of a sudden come back and they have a huge pass rush again. I mean, look out. Yeah. You know? Yep. All right. So, I just want to say something real quick. Owen. I think I actually had mentioned it before that he's from Minnesota. You might now, have actually now that I think about it. To just connect the dots real quick, I think if uh, Sauce Gardner goes earlier, I think Jermaine Johnson could go to the Jets like you had Stingley, 
and Stingley go here. I could see these two just flipping. Like, legit, I could just – that would make too much sense because Sauce, that guy could go – I mean, he could go top three damn near. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could. Good. He fell to six. Panthers snapped him. Snapped him. Snapped him up. All right, Jeremy, you're – Back up to Houston. Houston, their second pick. So you went Evan Neal, their first pick at three. They're back here at 13. Where are you that's going the best with damn, their second hey, pick? Evan Neal, that's the best damn draft pick of the draft so far. Of course All right. it is. So we got 13. Who is left out there? At 13, we are not taking a cornerback. That is for sure. Um, that would have been the next pick. Um, let me check my mock real fast. Seth, I just wanted to point out, it feels sickening to me that we're not even to the halfway point, and I only have four picks left. <laughs> I offered you a pick for some ice cream. You dropped the ball on that one, guys. Um, I, I believe in you, Owen. You I it. think this is a spot in the draft where, like, Texans, Ravens, um, a couple of these teams could shake it up and do something real wild. Owen, Who's you got pack- five picks left, by the way. You're right. You're right. I do. Oh, I got oh, I got my thing screwed up here. That's why. Um, my bad. Where where are you going, Jeremy? Where did Houston go with number two? I actually have um, in my mock. I have Drake London going here. Um, but is he just kind of like Nico Collins last year all over again? Like, do you just double up at that spot? I don't think that makes sense. Um, you need secondary help, but I feel like if you go get the next best corner that's probably mcduffie right i would say um, so maybe booth they just both seem so small to me um you could go safety here but it's probably a reach for daxton hill at this point although i think daxton hill might be quietly the better safety in this draft Ooh, really um, oh yeah so the best edge rusher on the board is owen give me george what's his last name Carloftis. Carloftis. He seems kind of early here, too. Man, I think I'm sticking to my guns and going Drake London here. I think I got to. Um, Drake like London. I said earlier, okay. very much probably the best boomer bust receiver on the on the, the docket. Like he could be, you know, the next coming of Andre Johnson. He could be Jay John Philly. I uh, could be a tight end in three years. Who knows? But uh, I think it's a good fit for Houston. I mean, you already gave Davis Mills bookends, basically, and now you're giving him another tool to throw to. Brandon Cooks is kind of your over-the-middle guy, um, making all that after the rack catches. One thing I'll say, I kind of picked on Drake London earlier. I actually heard a stat. That guy has caught 40, I think it was 45% of his passes in college at the line of scrimmage. Isn't that nuts? A guy that's known for high point. A guy that's known known for high pointing the ball, literally has caught damn near half of his passes right at the line of scrimmage. That just blows my mind. Yeah, I think um, they're just going to go all in on Davis Mills because I mean, whether it's him or somebody new next year, you've got to get some. You got to get some firepower on that offense. You win games by scoring points. That defense, I mean, it's probably three years out. The offense has got at least some tools. You gave Cooks that contract. You got Tunsil. Just go deep in on it. So let's go Drake London. Drake London. 
I'm disappointed uh, only because I wanted the Packers to get him, but I don't think he'll be there anyway. So makes sense. Good pick though. Good pick. All right. I'm on to the Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know what? I, I'm going back and forth between two guys, one on offense, one on defense. Oh, and where do I go with this? For the Ravens. For the Ravens. Let me tell you, I think, you know, my gut says, like, Ravens are just going to ha- end up picking a defensive player. Uh, maybe something to yeah. keep in mind. They thought they had Zedaria Smith. They had thought they had that locked up. I that, That's another thing, too. Uh, the, the edge is gone. The, like, the big, the primetime edge players are gone, it's true. which doesn't help. Um, I mean, there's George Karloftis, there's Boye Mafe, and he sounds like a feels early. This feels early for them. What's that? Karloftis, he he seems like a dude that would be a Baltimore Raven to me. He does. You're right. You're right. Um, screw it. Let's do it. George Karloftis, (laughs) Baltimore Ravens. I, I, I put three names down here. George Karloftis was first for me. And then I was like, it's too early. Uh, and then I put down Charles Cross and then I took his name off and I put Isaiah McDuffie. Seth, does this, uh, have you off. in the past, you know, a few weeks, have you grown bored of the Devonte Wyatt talk or are you kind of like in your head hoping, or are you just thinking like Ra- Raider Ravens need an edge? Uh, I mean, Ravens definitely need an edge. That's for sure. Okay. Um, I think that's their probably their biggest need. I, I thought about Wyatt here too. Yeah, um, I figured. But Jeremy kind of convinced me saying that Karloftis is, is a Ravens guy, and I think he absolutely is. You had Just a scout, kidding. you had a scout in there. You know, you're sitting there as Ozzie Newsom, you're like, shit, our guys are gone. Yes. And then the scout's like, Hey, you know, I've been I've been watching all of uh Karloftis's games, like he's He's gonna do it, you know. And then you're like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, hey, you know what? You know what I could see happen here too, though, Owen. What's Honestly, that? Uh, I could see a trade down. Yeah, as well. trade yeah. down to the mid to early twenties, maybe to twenty two. Uh, so they can look get out a pick. for a quarterback. You know, someone coming in. Uh, I could easily see the Ravens moving down if they don't have the players they like, because they could yeah. get Karloftis probably in the twenties. Or a guy like him, yes, like a Wyatt or something, yeah. But yeah. you're right. Uh, but I'll stick the guns here and uh, just keep their pick and say George Karloff this year. Yep, fair. All right, Jeremy, it's uh, time for a little Philly time, eh? So City, real quick, a brother. Real quick before I dive into my Eagles, um, George Karloff is going to the Ravens at 14. Makes even more sense when you think like the Eagles need an edge rusher, like. We'll, we'll take an edge rusher in our first three to four picks for sure. So, I mean, yeah. is Carlos this that guy? Maybe. I don't know, but probably not. He does remind me a lot of Brandon Graham, though, kind of like that short-armed, fucking thick edge dude. Like, he would he would be a good fit there. Um, and, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about having him in Philly, but I maybe wouldn't take him quite yet, but that's just me. Are you picking uh, the one guy? Are you, pick, are you going inside? Not the yet. guy? Oh, okay. Not yet. All right. So I think I've been sold. Um, was it a 
Where do the where do the Eagles first go? Fifteen here, Jeremy. Where where's their first pick going? So here's the deal. Um, I think I've either been sold a bill of goods or a bill of shit. I don't know for <laughs> sure, but I have a feeling that my Philadelphia Fighting Feagles might just fucking might double dip on defense in the first round. And uh, as crazy as that sounds, um, it would be a super good idea because, I mean, we we need defenders. Like, we got um, Fletch is back for one year. Graham, he was talking today or yesterday, whenever it was, about how, you know, he's um, he's wanting to play X amount more years, but I just don't know. Um we obviously we need linebackers. We don't we don't, we don't have a single like starting caliber caliber linebacker on the team. So a couple of those guys got to go, right? Yes. So oh, when you asked me, is it going to be my guy Jordan Davis? Right? Did you guys know Jordan Davis was College Football Player of the Year? No, I didn't. I did. I don't yeah. think I did. I don't know if it was this year or last year, but I'm pretty sure it was this year. But he won some sort of award along that line. It's called Football Player of the Year or some shit, right? Now, the more I learn about that guy, the more I'm just, like, in love with that guy in Midnight Green. Like, I, I need that to happen. And if I don't get that, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Um, now, let me ask you guys this. If he doesn't go to the Eagles at 15, what's the chances of him going to the Saints or the Chargers? Chargers got a pretty good shot at it, right? I would say 95%. You think so? Okay. So, Owen, you might have just sold me because I have my two picks in mind. It's just but who goes. I, did, I didn't say 100% because I do well, pick the Chargers. I Owen, pick 95. That's too, that's too scary for me. So, lined it up. <laughs> Jordan Davis. Hey. Um, honestly, that would be like my pick of the draft. I would be so happy about that. It wouldn't even be funny because that guy is just like a mammoth, like just a total wall. Um and uh, he would come in and not not that he's going to come in and just replace Fletch, but I mean we get the way we play our defensive line. Um, you could bring him in, and we drafted Milton Williams last year, and we got Javon Hargrave. You're going to have guys like impact dudes right now and for the next ten years, damn near. You know, Milton Williams in small small sample size last year looked really good. Fletch, could, I mean Jordan Davis could be very similar to Fletch. He's athletically as gifted as that guy and bigger, right? Now, coming and learning behind a guy like that, that'd be huge. Milton Williams, the cool thing about him is he kind of can play all the way across the line. Um, we obviously got the edge in uh, blank in his name right now. But, no, we got guys elsewhere. It's just kind of rotational pieces. Redick. The only thing that scares me about Jordan Davis is I think he only literally played like 35% of the snaps last year and didn't play on third downs. Um, but I'm going to bet on the upside and just the fact that I know what my Eagles like, and they really like to build from the inside out. So uh, give me some Jordan Davis. I mean, a huge, ro- a huge rotation like that would, you know, lend to that type of player. So Absolutely. it works out, I'd say. Uh, do you get the Saints as well? He does. He's back-to-back here. Jeremy gets the Saints at 16. Would you look at that. I am so not prepared for them because I was got to so be. Well, it's got to be offense, right? Like just off the top of my head, I think, you know, is Jameis is locked up? Is that is that the case? Uh, it's not a locked small up. deal, but he's yes. pretty much there, but he's not necessarily going he to be is, a starter. 
he is a New Orleans Saint for the next for the foreseeable future, right? Okay. Um, here's here's the thing. Um, you don't want to move Ramchek, right? Um, no. Pete is actually a guard, right? Who? And uh, Andrews Pete. I oh yes, remember. yeah, he yeah. I'm pretty sure he was drafted as a guard, if I remember right. So that sounds right. Yes. There's like there's three names that immediately come to my head. Um, and it's Cross, Penning, and then Jamison Williams, who's like to me, Jamison Williams, if he ends up in New Orleans. Now, if he ends up in Sean Payton's New Orleans, he goes up. But it's not Sean Payton's New Orleans anymore. So, and they got two picks now. So I think. I would probably go with the sure as shit guy first and then come back. Now I could also see these guys going. Now the thing about it is the Saints offensive line's not that bad. We got to draft two in a row. Um, I think we're gonna go cross here. I think that makes sense. Good I feel like the value is is yeah. pretty good. He, he probably, he's, he, he's not gonna. I don't think he lasts this long. I really don't. Just the way people, you know, teams are talking about him. Yeah, he's he a top ten to twelve long, pick probably. Yeah, I mean, hey, he could slide. I mean, it could be a guy because Possible. you could get that run of edge rushers. You could get that run of receivers in the middle there. You right. could have uh, Desmond Ritter go at 11. Who knows? But uh, good. if he does go, I could see this be pending too, though, uh, out of Iowa or whatever. Sure. But uh, sure. with Cross still being on our board right now, we are going to go Cross. All right. Like it. Good pick. It's smart. Uh, he's definitely the third best tackle in this draft. Some even say higher than um, – Ickham. Um, right. Like Owen said, it, I'd be surprised if he lasts this long. And if he does, Saints absolutely have to nab him. All right, Jeremy, okay. take a breather. Recoup for your second round of Eagles and Saints. Owen, you got the LA Chargers here. Jesus Christ, give us some big uglies. You know, like, what are we doing? We have we have Bosa on one, on one end. Are, uh, on one side of the ball, and then the other side of the ball, we got Rashawn Slater and half a season of Corey Lindsley, and that's it. That's all we got. You know, I think they like left guard Matt Filer. The dude is kind of a natural right tackle, uh, so I think the thought was he could move to right tackle, and they could bring in a young guy to play guard. And uh, I was kind of batting it around when Cross was kind of falling down. I was like, I'm not, you know, I got to pick Cross if he falls. And then I, that's that was the five percent, Jeremy. I was like, ninety-five percent is Jordan Davis if he falls. The other five percent is uh, it would have been Cross. Um, but that gets knocked out. So those two guys are gone. I'm looking at this board, and it's literally like, who's my next guy? Um, because they are hurting on both sides. I think. I'm surprised you're not going with this guy like this is slam dunk. I'm surprised. Maybe you are. Maybe you're leading up to it, but I think it's a no-brainer right here. You have a slam dunk. I do. I'm not sold. I think at least on the defensive line, like I'm going, I'm I have a guy I'm going to pick. I think Jordan Davis would have absolutely fit them the best on the defensive side. And on the offensive side, I think I think. I think you're going to have to like pick a guard, but probably, you know, with your second pick, unless you have a really high grade on um, who is it? Kenyon green or, Kenny. you know, 
or what was it, Zion something? Zion Johnson, yep. Zion Johnson. If you have a really high grade on one of those guys, you're picking them. Um, I think Linderbaum, like, as good as he is, I just don't th- – he, he's going to play center. You have to have him play center. Like, yes. he can play yep. other spots, but you have to have him play center. So, I think that's kind of out of my mind. Give me Devontae Wyatt. That's it. Defensive All right, that's it. That's out of pick. Georgia. It is definitely their second favorite defensive lineman or defensive interior lineman out of Georgia, but nonetheless is probably their highest grade on big uglies. Can you imagine that line with uh, Bosa, Devontae Wyatt, and Cleo Mack on the other side? Right. That'd be quite the defensive line to have to stop. You still prefer to find something you can like be the the, the nose the nose tackle because Devontae Wyatt, I think he works better as the three four end. He does. Yes. Yes. You know. So, but we'll see. We'll see what they do with the rest of it. I think this is the first step. Yeah. Those pairs. All right, Jeremy. We're back to you with the Philadelphia Eagles in their second pick. Now, at eighteen. So, this um. To me, this pick comes down to who you like more between two guys. Oh, you just went to Vontae Wyatt, right? Devontae Wyatt. 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 Like, so, like, the, like the old school boxing announcers, you know? Yeah. Yes. For me, I think so. It's either going to be Nicobe Dean, Devin Lloyd, or a receiver. Okay. He trashed my Kobe Dean pick with the last mock, Seth. Do you remember that? Yeah, he did. Absolutely, he did. This is uh, He's hey, coming around on it, though, apparently. No, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> this is my problem with Kobe Dean. So, low end, he's Brian Roll, if you guys remember who that is. Okay? Damn. Owen, oh, do you remember who that is? Yeah. Played for my Eagles, drafts at Ohio State. Five foot nine, two hundred and twenty pound linebacker, right? And it was just like, yeah, you can run around and hit guys, yeah, but you're not really knocking them down. Um, he might have been a little heavier than that when he got to the league, but he was short. I remember that. Nicobe Dean's size reminds me of that. That's what scares me. And when you want linebackers, you now here's the deal: the guy was probably the best player on the best defense in football last year, right? Don't get me wrong. Now, sometimes that doesn't translate. I think it will. I just. Um, it scares me. Something about it scares me. I'm an Eagles fan. We've been burnt too many times. That's why I would not touch Drake London. That's why I would not touch anything like Jalen Rager. And that's why I would not touch Nicole Dean. That's just my opinion. Devin Lloyd, for some fucking reason, I, I'm like starting to get the feeling we could get in the second round. I just like really feel that anymore. I don't know you could. what it is. You absolutely could. Oh, when I see your face and I get it, if you would have said this to me a week ago, I'd be like, nah, you're, you're an idiot. But there's just something about it where it's like, there's too many like edge, corner, tackle, and receivers, and these these quarterbacks are going to go over those guys, right? Fair that's enough. the best. Two, that's the best two linebackers in the draft, right? Like by far and away, they're the best. And, two he, and you guys. know, and you know, the Buffalo Bills are going to pick one of them. So for sure, for sure. Now, if the Eagles, I, now here's the deal. I don't think the Eagles are going to have both Davis and one of these two on the board. I just don't see it. So that brings me to another position of need. 
I'm not going to touch these two because uh, I just get the feeling I would take Lloyd. Don't get me wrong. I would take Lloyd. I just set up Seth to disappoint me later. I just realized <laughs> with the bills. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll see. I think I'm, a, I think I'm about to disappoint you two. So as I look back on the receivers, okay. We have only Garrett Wilson and London out, right? Both of which I drafted. What's going on here? Um, that leaves us Jamison Williams, Traylon Burke, and Chris Olave, right? Those are the guys left. I truly feel the Eagles had such success with Devonta Smith that they're going to go and get another guy like that, okay? Especially on uh, – Owen, help me out with the receiver from Atlanta's name again. Calvin Ridley. There it is. Thank you. I just – it's Ridley. I don't know why. I just don't see um, – after trying to add him, I don't see us trying to miss again. So I am actually going to go Olave right now. Son of a bitch. I knew it. I knew what he was going to do. As soon as he said, I'm going to disappoint you guys, and then he's talking about Devontae Smith, I knew exactly where he was going. I truly think after listening to um, after listening to uh, how we talk this week and hearing some of the things that he said about Jalen, and how he's expecting him to have such a you know long tenured career with the Eagles, I think they're going all out and they're trying to surround him with everything they can possible. So that brings me to my next pick, New Orleans Saints. Yes, I think this their is second start, pick. I think this is the start of the run on receivers. Jamison Williams, two receivers back to back. I like I said earlier, he's a perfect pick for Sean Sean uh, Sean Payton's New Orleans offense but I think he, he belongs there regardless. Jameis needs a, t- a true streaker, and I don't think they really have that. If you get J- uh, if you get Williams on the outside and then you bring back, uh, not Colston, but, God, why am I just struggling for names Colston? right now? Colston? <laughs> Colston, holy shit. Michael Thomas. Um, Michael Thomas. That's a pairing right there. You got the deep Jimmy ball Graham, guy. Maybe. You got Thomas over the middle. Give it to me. Joe Horn. <laughs> Joe, Joe Horn, Brandon Cooks. Jeez. Archie Manning. No, good pick. Good pick. Uh, Jamison Williams, probably maybe the top most talented receiver. Uh, but that injury, uh, Saints would love that though. Good pick. Uh, what a dash to Packers fans. All the receivers are gone. You're down to Trelon Burks and maybe Jahani Dodson or Christian Watson. Nobody Sky I Moore, like. Alec Pierce. I, I don't like any of them. Uh, so screw the draft if that happens. <laughs> trade all your picks. All right. Or they trade up. Like I still think like the Packers have too many picks, and I don't think they can pay all those picks. So I think they're gonna have some ammo ammo to dra- trade up. I think when Baltimore this run would, starts. Baltimore would be a perfect spot for that because you're ahead of the Eagles, ahead of the Saints, and they both need receivers or both want receivers. Ravens don't necessarily need that, and they're a team that uh, would absolutely trade down for more. Stuff. You know, Seth, it's my cross to bear. I'll fucking figure it out, I guess. So, you know, <laughs> give me two picks. Give me two good picks of thinking about it. All right. Uh, 20, Pittsburgh Steelers. We're taking our hometown boy. Not going to no spend too much way. time on this. Oh. No way, Owen says. No freaking Get way. I'm, taking, I'm continuing my run on the quarterbacks. I love you these are. quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett. Quarterback out of Pittsburgh stays in Pittsburgh. 
know what they say what happens in Pittsburgh stays in Pittsburgh. Do they say that? Said. Well, um, I don't know. Somebody said that. Um, oh, wow. That was an actual excellent dash that you just gave, Seth. Good job. Kenny Pickett to the Steelers here. Uh, Steelers get their quarterback of the future, hopefully, uh, and a guy who is accustomed to playing in the weather, so they know he can do it. Um, yeah, I mean, once again, he can sit behind Trubisky. They can see if Trubisky can offer them anything, and if not, Kenny Pickett could be their guy. So Kenny Pickett to the Steelers here at 20. Pit to pit, huh? Pit to pit. I like that. You know, he, he grew up an Eagles fan, right? Wow. He's now a Steelers fan. Hey, Baker's going to end up in Pittsburgh. So I, I get it, though, Seth. I, get I, it. I highly doubt that. All right. 21 to the Patriots here. I give Owen a little time to get this Packers pick here at 22 correct. 21, the, <laughs> the Patriots, uh, as we've talked before, they could easily trade down, uh, but – they could use some defensive help. They could use receiver help too, as well. Obviously, um, obviously, they don't go there. It's Bill Belichick. He's still running the show. That means the defense is priority always. They get Andrew Wilkes Booth, third best corner in this draft. I'm forever calling him that now. Okay, I guess so. Uh, Andrew Booth, corner, uh, to step in there. Um, they lost Gilmore. Haven't really. They all lost J.C. Jackson as well. Uh, corner is a big need for them. And like I said, Bill Belichick is always going to prioritize that defense and making it one of the best in the league year in and year out. Andrew Booth gives them a big opportunity for that. So that's where I'm Andrew, going. Andrew Wilkes Booth. Andrew Wilkes Booth. Never heard of a better Patriot in my life. But anyways, <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Guy's a goddamn uh, terrorist going. He's a what? <laughs> goddamn terrorist. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, you went. So you what? Uh, so McDuffie was my next guy. What? What you? What was you like this guy better? I guess I they're like kind of in the better. same. They're in the same tier. I guess I would they, say they would be absolutely. Yeah, I just kind of going back and forth. I, I uh, Booth is uh, to me a more complete guy. He's a bigger guy too, if I remember right. Where Where's he from again? Clemson. Ah, yes. McDuffie's, okay. yeah. McDuffie's, McDuffie's from Washington, Washington, correct? Yeah, Washington knows how to make how breed those corners, that's for sure, besides Kevin King. Um, but Oh, and I would other... probably agree with you as far as going McDuffie. But the thing about Booth is he probably fits the Patriots more just because of the right. side, you know? Now, that's what I was thinking. Funny, they're literally listed a pound, a pound and an inch separates those two. Which just blows my mind because when you watch him play and when you just look at him, it don't it don't look like that. Like Booth plays and and he seems bigger to me. But McDuffie to me, like I don't want to sell him short, but he reminds me so much of Sidney Jones, just like without the injury, just oh, yes. like too little. I don't know what it is, but yeah, yep. All right, but yes. Anyways, Owen, you're up twenty two with the Green Bay Packers first pick. Where are you going? I you know we're in a good spot. I think. Um, are we? I'm though? not gonna. I'm not going to overthink, um, you know, naturally, you know, Chris Olave, Devante Wyatt are probably two of the top, like wants, you know, to f- start falling. That's not how the board fell. Naturally, we are going to go with a guy that I feel like Joe Barry is going to pound the table for, uh, 
to inhabit a position that has been played by the likes of Raven Green. Uh, what was the, I can't remember the other guy's name, Shannon Sullivan, I believe they tried playing this role. I'm talking about that star safety position and a future starter after Adrian Amos and Darno Savage hit free agency next year. I'm talking about Jeremy's number one safety of the draft, Daxton Hill. Daxton Hill? Jeez. Daxton Hill. Uh, Oh, and I can get with this. I can get with this. Now, hear me out. I'm not in in love with it. Secondary is in a very good spot. But when you come down to these, like, Super Bowl contending teams, it's the rich get richer. That's just how it's going to be. And this is how smart teams draft. And I absolutely 100% see Joe Barry, like, needing this figured out. Like, especially in his defense, the star position is oh so important. I absolutely see this happening. Daxton Hill has that, like, weird, that star, like, half safety, half nickel roamer um and i still feel good about what's left for needs at the back right. end of the first round so Daxton, fair enough i'll yeah. take it i'll allow it for no i'll allow it. i just Start, want to chime starting free safety of the future i just want to chime in real quick because this guy's like really quickly becoming one of my favorite players of the draft um oh and that's like literally Charles Woodson 2.0 for you guys. Like he can actually so why Hamilton Michigan? No, I mean <laughs> Hamilton's getting all the credit as this guy that can do it all, but C- Hamilton is more of like a lurking safety, kind of similar to uh I am just struggling with names right now. Safety out of Minnesota, uh Notre Dame boy also. Um somebody help me out here. Minnesota Ooh. Vikings. Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. Oh, Hamilton I didn't... reminds me a lot of Harrison, okay? And I think so. People are making out to be like he's this great coverage guy. I think he's going to, on the next level, if he starts running into great, like, route running tight ends, he's going to get, like, exposed, similar to how Harrison was against Sackers, right? Daxton Hill, like, you could legit put that guy in the slot and feel good about it. Now, I think that's where he's like a total Charles Woodson 2.0. And I, that would be at this point in the draft a goddamn steal. Um, because most places don't have this guy going until like kind of midway in the second round, which is a slap in the face because he is really good. He might to me, I think he's honestly the best safety in the draft. That's just my which favorite. which is why a team like the Packers or like the Patriots or some like really smart drafting teams, especially yep. towards like the ed or the the third the last third of the first round. They always find those diamonds. Um, Absolutely. I can. That's why I see this happening, and I'm not going to love it at first, but I'm going to see the value, and I'm going to see it play out in the next couple of years where it's like I, I completely understand the reasoning. They're not going to want to pay both Amos and Savage complete future pick with also some instant star direction as well. That's a I don't typical wanna... Packers pick too. Seth, yeah. I don't mean to pick on your, your pick as well, but the Patriots – I think if Devin Lloyd fell to them, that's a like sprint up to the podium draft pick. For the I thought about that, it too. I thought about it. Does that mean the Cardinals are going to sprint up to the podium for Devin Lloyd? The Cardinals are going to sprint up to the podium to. That's up to Jeremy, I suppose. Nope. Dude, that would be three years in a row they drafted a linebacker. They would better they? hit. 
I mean, well, Isaiah Simmons is kind of like a hybrid guy, but I guess he's mainly linebacker for them, isn't he? Well, boys, you are way off from where I'm going. I am literally typing in his name right now. Oh, um, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't making the pick. I was just wondering. No, I understand. Um, so here's the deal. Tyler's not going anywhere, right? They Seems just like need it. to. He, he ain't going anywhere. Like, I, the Eagles get thrown in every single time there's somebody that's disgruntled. They're like, oh, yeah, Eagles are going to trade for him. No, it's, it's not happening. We don't want Kyler. Um, <laughs> he's too small for Philly, Seth. That's the trouble here. Um, but since we can't have him and we don't want him, because he's a bit. No. Whoa. So what better way to make your quarterback happy? You've got – Top three receiver in the NFL when healthy, DeAndre Hopkins. You've got the ghost of, and skeleton of AJ Green. Rondo Moore is, you know, it's his second year. You just gave Connor uh, a big contract, you know, I mean, decent. You've got, you know, Zach Ertz, Max Williams. You've got guys, you know. Why are you waving your finger there, bud? I'm ready for it. Why not protect this guy? Okay. Why not continue to protect this guy, right? You have Humphreys, who's solid. You've got Justin Pugh, who's also solid. Calvin Beecham, average. Oh, yes, but there's some age here so far. Will Hernandez, okay. And then you got Rodney Hudson, who's one of the best centers in the NFL, but he's old. Okay. Let's go get the best available offensive lineman in Tyler Linderbaum. Let's bring him in. Let's plug him in as a center. He can learn right behind Hudson. You are in the future. I mean, pair that with your young quarterback. Boom. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. No, I think that if, if he was here, I think they would be running up the podium to get him. Um, what better way to, you know, make your quarterback up? Because to me, it's just like, and now Kyler does make those just wild, you know, sandlot bullshit plays where he's running around looking like a little kid, you know, getting chased by like Godzilla. But yes. at, at the end of the day, why not get him more, more offensive line? You know, why not get him more time? And like, oh, and like you just said, these guys are old. You know what I mean? It's not like they're young. They're not spry guys anymore. Humphreys is the youngest of the bunch. Will Hernandez is not, he's not old either. He's pretty young, but at the end of the day, you got to replace and retool here. Um, Cause these other guys aren't going to last forever. Lindenbaum could come in and he could start day one, not over Hudson, but he'll make his way onto the field as a guard and then learn under Hudson. That's, that's a lock to me. I, I like the, I like the thought. Linderbaum would not have been the guy I went after, but I, I get I get the reasoning for offensive line. The one thing I'll say real quick is you made the comment about Lloyd. I get it, but are you going to really give up on Simmons and then Xavier and Collins this early? Collins was I, just yeah, and then I mean Simmons. I mean I understand where you said he's kind of the the mixed bag where he's like the, almost a secondary piece, but you got Buda Baker. You know you've got you've got guys. You know you got Marcus Gold. You've got a lot of guys. I think the trouble that they had is they started drafting so many guys that were similar, <laughs> like in those linebackers and shit. I, I think that would just be Devin Lloyd would be another guy. That's just like the rest of them. You know, you just literally printing off a new one every single year. I, I awesome. just can't see it. All right, Owen, you're at the Dallas Cowboys. At Forget about it. Uh, let's go on to the bills. Forget about it. They're not drafting a linebacker. They just came out and, and confirmed that Micah Parsons will be primarily a linebacker and not an edge rusher, even though he could do both. Uh, so that means to me, 
that they're not really going to sell their top pick of the draft on a linebacker to pair, even though it would be cool. Uh, I think edge rusher is definitely on play, but the way the board fell, I'm not in love with maybe anyone aside from Boye Mafe. Mafu? Mafe? What was his name? Mafe, I believe. Boye Mafe. Boye Mafe. Yep. Minnesota boy. Uh, I think, you know, if there's one thing the Cowboys – just need to be the Cowboys is a good offensive line. Lyle Collins out the door. Give me Trevor Penning, plug and play, an absolute monster, mm-hmm. monster man. Jeremy, you were. Did you think that Trevor Penning was already drafted? I did for a second there. Yeah, me I, too. I <laughs> for a second there, I, I I had to stop myself because I thought I had drafted him earlier, but I didn't. I was about to draft a different tackle, and I was like, no, this guy is still here. Love watching his senior bowl practice reps. He did get beat a couple times, but there were times he had battles with this Ohio State guy. I forgot his name. Absolutely mauling him in, into the dirt. Like he just all is always something extra with Trevor Penning. I, I like watching that guy play. Oh, and the one thing I'll, I'll chime in is I almost don't care who's left on the board. I think the Cowboys go offensive line no matter what here. They like, do. I think so too. That Dallas, yeah. that Dallas wall is not a wall anymore. I mean, it's like a few doors that are creaky real bad. So they got to take mm-hmm. something. The house started leaning and the doors don't like lock anymore. So. <laughs> Truth. All right. Trevor Penning to the Cowboys. Beautiful. All right. I'm at the Buffalo Bills. Owen wants me to take a linebacker of some sort. I felt it was destined. Why? But Why? Yeah, I feel. I just feel it. I feel it in my well, fingers. It ain't happening tonight. I want to. I want right. to throw in my. I want to throw in mine real quick. My two cents, Seth, because I don't know where you're going. I truly feel like there will be one first round running back drafted, and I think it goes here. That's just my opinion. Um, but uh, we don't want Josh Allen going into year what five now, and still being who showed your up in rusher. the who showed up in the playoffs with him pretty good. Was that Singletary? The fact that you, the fact that you can't think of who it is, tells me everything I need to know. It, it was and, Singletary. Okay. I, I just you gotta I give him a shot. Think, still, I truly think you gotta go get a real number one back, somebody that can kind of do it all. And I think Hall and Walker right at the top. I mean, you could go with Spiller, but I would think those two at the top would be fair. That's I mean, just I don't get drafted in the first round anymore. We have least least Christian McCaffrey. Anyways, I'm going. Cornerback Trent McDuffie. It's a smart pick. Yeah. Out of Washington for this one. Um, yeah, I, I I thought about Lloyd, but ultimately I think they need corner help too. And that's really probably the biggest weakness on the defense yeah. is the corners. Um, you know, they have uh Tredavious White, who's coming off an ACL injury, uh, but should be ready for the beginning of the season. But really after that, they don't really have anything great. I think Trent McDuffie could be somebody like that. They could probably throw him in the slot too if they wanted, but they have Levi Wallace who, who who's kind of like that kind of guy. Better I just think uh, that, yeah. what's that? Better suited for that role. Than, yes. Yeah. I, I think McDuffie would fit in uh, well. He would just slide right in there and uh, pretty much make this a complete defense almost. I think, you know, and they're McDuffie and White are both kind of undersized guys. I feel like they're, but they're yes. both can cover their ass off. So very similar players to coach up and probably a good guy to put behind them and uh, plug in play when White, you know, 
if he has another injury, because <laughs> that was a major one that they that had was. a hard time recovering from. So definitely the smart pick. All right, Jeremy, you have your last two picks right here. You're back to back with the Titans and the Bucks at back 26 and 27. But Jeremy, why don't you uh why don't you lead us off here at 26 with the Tennessee Titans? Where are they going? I think that the Titans are all the way in this year with that offense. Now, but Jadavian no, to me, this is a really good spot. If Devin Lloyd's here, like he probably he, he's probably gonna go here, right? Um, well, he's there because he'll probably get drafted. He could get drafted here, and he'd be better than almost any of these linebackers, in my opinion. Um, Harold Landry and Zach Cunningham, I think, both got decent contracts in the last year or two. I feel like they they did. Uh, Landry's pass rusher, though, right? And then Cunningham's a, like a straight up linebacker, but Cunningham's right. a straight up like middle. Landry kind of plays that like stinger role. You know what I mean? Stand up linebacker edge. Got it. So. Yeah, I do. I do think Lloyd could be a good fit here, but I also think that the the Titans are just locked in step in what they do on offense. Um, they also, I mean, if AJ Brown is serious and he wants out, that's a significant problem, right? Um, Robert Woods is new there; he's coming off an injury. I'm gonna go. So, what are we gonna do here? Let me rehash what's going on what's left out here for wide receivers help me out boys what's what's going on there's burks there's dotson there's watson there's a bunch of second round guys notson this would be a good spot for burks i think actually um because that offense really fell off when uh henry was out like they just were not good i was thinking my other spot that i could go would be um the the guard out of what the hell's his name, Zion. Um, I was thinking. Oh yes, Zion Johnson. Too. Yep. But the thing about it is, their offense—it's not like they're hurting. You know, what I mean, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and Taylor Luan—they're all pretty good. And the other two, it's not like they're bad starters. They might have their starters, but like they've had times, like a good portion, where two or three of them were out. And those were the holes. Like, they need depth, I would say. But I'd still say, like, not necessarily the number one need. All right, I'm going to leave it up to the room. Would you go Zion Johnson or would you go Burks? You know, I'd go Bernhard Raymond. But, you know, I'm not making the pick. (laughs) Uh, Between those two, I'd go Burks. Oh, and who the hell did you just say you'd go with? (laughs) Aaron Hard Ryman. Wow, I liked it even less that time. Um, God, I think, you know, the only trouble with it, though, Seth, is if you go Burks, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go Burks here. Okay, um, Burks. Yeah. then. Let's go Burks. I feel like the thing about it is that offense was so weak without Henry. Like, they were a different team. You give you get Burks, you get Wood, and then you get uh, AJ Brown if he's back. I mean, that's a that's a pretty decent trio of receivers. Hooper is not the worst, and then Henry in the backfield. Yeah, I, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, no, I, I like it. it. I like yeah. it. Yep, absolutely. Burks, right, is, uh, but... Burks is uh, Arkansas, right? Yep. Yes. 
Um, your last pick, Jeremy, of this mock, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're welcome. Gave it to you. I appreciate it. I always like um, building up the situation for the GOAT. Um, never never hurts, that's for sure. Um, Seth, I know, I know you don't like me going in and uh, just constantly building up these, you know, Super Bowl rosters for Tom Brady, but I've been doing it for 20 years now. You know what I mean? This guy's <laughs> got he's got seven rings, all all of them are to thank to me. Um, oh yes, absolutely. You ever met Bill Belichick's dog? That's like me, pretty much. So you're Bill Belichick's dog, is that what you're saying? I am I am the dog, the D-O-W-G. So now I'd be more of like a D-A-W-G dog, I think. <laughs> okay. So Let's take my mock down real quick. Who did I have going to the Buck? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No way. Okay, he's gone. So, who <laughs> I was going to take Owen took a while ago. So, <laughs> I think their offense is fairly set. Um, Leonard Fournette came back. Godwin's going to come back healthy. Mike Evans, you know, they just stole Gage from Atlanta. So, you kind of got your slot guy. You have Scotty Miller there as well. Um, quarterbacks locked in. I mean, you got the best of all time, right, Seth? Um, tight no end, comments. did they lose? Did they end up losing what's his nuts from Bama? Um, from Bama, OJ, OJ Howard, right? Did they oh, yes, lose? plus Gronk is still technically a free agent. You have to think he's coming back, but you know, injuries if, and he's not necessarily signed yet. If Gronk plays football, he's playing football with Tom Brady, and then yes. you still have Cameron Brait, so it's not like you're hurting, and it's not like you're you're there's not a tight end going in the first round this year. That is no. safe to say. Um, this offensive line, especially bringing in check Mason, re-signing Jensen, they're pretty set. I mean, I just there's can't... one spot, you know, there's one spot left. What spot on? There's a guard spot left, I think. So that's where Zion is on my head, right? But I would think you would probably go pass rusher here and go with the top guy left. Now I got to double check who's the top guy left. Are we all the way to David Ojabo? Uh, yeah, not quite. Close though. There's a couple out there. Jermaine Johnson. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he, Ojabo. I mean, Ojabo is still like I think he could sneak into the back end of the first round. Absolutely, he could. Yeah. Before the injury, he was locked in like in the middle of the round. You know. Yep. Yeah, it for um, sure was absolutely. You could go Lloyd here, but is that just too much? Devin White, Levante David, and Lloyd, and then you still got ooh. well, Levante David's, you know, well, Barrett out soon, and Barrett's more of an edge guy at this point in his career, right? Yes, absolutely, definitely. Well, Barrett, I mean, Barrett's always been more of an edge guy. What the hell am I saying? Um, ooh. all right, let's ask the room again. Um, Zion or Devin Lloyd. Take your picks. Uh, with the Bucks, absolutely Zion Johnson because they need to replace Marpet. What do you think, Owen? I'm, you know, I I would say that, but again, it's like when the with these smarter thinking teams, it's like Devin Lloyd. If that if they think he's best available, which it, it could be likely, like I could see it. But um, you know, safe pick is definitely the guard. We'll do it. Let's go, Zion. You got to protect the. You got to protect the goat. Um, you got to win him another ring. He's the Just best ever. He's the best to ever. Do it. You know, yeah. there's no yeah. one better. 
Not even now. Not last year. Not the year before. So, anyways, <laughs> Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Boston. And he's 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 Boston. a true guard. Zion's a true guard. Yes, right? yeah. He so, he'll I mean, probably plug him in to replace Marpet. Plug and play, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty safe bet right there. So yeah, we'll go Zion. I mean, the other guy that would possibly be there would be Penning, if he's available at that point. Um, he's more of a tackle though. But uh, now let's go. We'll go Zion. All right. Give it to me. Oh, and then I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. You're out of here. Sayonara. Last pick. Good pick though. All right. Owen, pick 28, Packers, second pick. Where are you going? You know, White, I don't know if you heard that. Seth, uh, well, you know, notoriously, Packers, you know, since A.J. Hawk, not a big linebacker drafting team. I'm not going to wait any longer, Seth, and uh, we're not even going to try to wait till the second round. Our guy is George Pickens, and George Pickens Whoa. is our guy. Oh, okay. It's happening, okay? You know, we didn't get our – you know, we didn't have one of our top four fall uh, at 22. We were kind of disappointed, but we've we seen the path, and it's not even a reach for us. Maybe for ADP, average draft position, maybe you could argue that. Uh but Pickens is the man. He's the prototypical X. He was on the fast track to becoming a top 15 pick before his ACL injury. We have had that conversation about a few guys. Uh, this is it. And people might see it as a reach. The Packers are seeing it as a discount. Let's get us a guy that can play everything. Double he's, check. He's a dog. You know, the Milwaukee Love me Bucks, some George Pickens. Love PJ, me some George Pickens. PJ Tucker brought the dog mentality to Milwaukee last year. What the fuck? <laughs> George Pickens. I would love to see George Pickens certain fights uh, with the sideline. I would love to see it. Not a, you know, not a typical Packers way, but I would love to see it because maybe yeah. we need a little more of that. Absolutely. You know, Green Bay. And uh, I like yeah, it. Like I said, I, and there's still an option to get one in the second round. You're still going to have guys like Sky Moore, or, uh, you know, Christian Watson. But I just think the value here for a guy that just fits so perfectly into the scheme, George Pickens. All right. No, good pick. Good pick. I like it. Uh, I love George Pickens. He's one of my favorite guys. You could probably argue that you can get him in the second, but you like him enough. Take him at the end of the first. Yeah, He's absolutely. Do it. Yep. Do it then. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, you're not you're not wrong to go here too because there could be a quick little run on receiver here too. You know, there could be. There's a few. Yeah, yeah. All right. I have the Chiefs back to back here. I'm gonna make it quick uh, so we can get through these last few picks. Uh, pick 29. They got from San Francisco through Miami. A uh, series of trades there, uh, but they have pick 29 here. I'm going. George Karloftis, defensive Ooh. end slash edge out of uh, – where's he from again? Purdue. Purdue, okay. I was thinking Penn State. What? I think I think you're 14 picks too late. George, I what? I think you are as well. 
I think. Uh, did I miss oh, that? You picked oh, him as the Ravens. Wait, I, I did. I picked him. That's with right. The... <laughs> I thought I went out of so, that. Oh uh, no, Jeremy. Jeremy talked me back into it. Sorry, I was pick that number heat. thirty. I'm gonna go Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I was. You send in the card and then you walk away before they can say anything. Yeah. <laughs> they go, but he's gone. Well, I want his rights too. I don't care. <laughs> All right, my bad. My bad. Uh, I know I remember that now because Jeremy convinced me to take George Karloftis. Sorry, in my head, he was still on the board because I didn't go there originally. All right, let's switch it out. Let's go to another defensive end. They need it. So I'll go Boye Mafe. He's still on the board, right? Is he still yes. on the board? Yeah, All right, I'm taking Boye Mafe. <laughs> Another Big Ten guy out of Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota still eh? gives them a uh, an edge threat that they sorely need. Um, they absolutely need it. And Boy Mafe gives them that still. He's got an interesting story. Uh, I, I kind of like him. Um, what you know, his background and things like that, where he's come from. It's a cool, it's a cool upbringing kind of thing. Um, so good to see him in the first round here. Yeah, I mean. I think the Chiefs need it, absolutely, because um, they have – who's their middle guy now? Chris Jones. They have Frank Clark, but he ain't much. Uh, Boy Mafe gives them another legitimate piece out there, hopefully. So, Boy Mafe, 29, 30 here. I know this guy's still on the board, I hope. Now I'm second-guessing everything. Um, <laughs> 30 here, I'm going wide receiver. So, they go defense first. And then they go wide receiver of their choosing. I'm going Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson, Dotson. Out of Penn State uh, to help replace that uh, speed factor that Tyree Kill uh, is leaving behind. Um, a speed vertical guy. A smaller guy like Tyreek. Not as small, but smaller stature. Um, but brings plenty of that speed throughout that vertical game. But can do some of the, the screen stuff too. Uh, things like that. Uh, Jahan Dotson um, at 30 here to the Kansas City Chiefs to round that out for their two picks. So Boye Mafe and Jahan Dotson are my two picks for the Chiefs at 29 and 30. Means Owen, you're 31 with the Super Bowl losers, Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, it's Kenyon Green, best guard available, 100% happening. They got Jonah Williams and Lyle Collins on the, on the tackles. You know, I most certainly would love to have picked a Bernard Hryman. But, uh, shit, actually. <laughs> yeah, we're going Bernard Hryman. Oh, yes. Because he is uh, – He's kind of a fluid position. He actually started out as a tight end. Uh, Been playing tackle. I think actually, truthfully, he would be better suited to start in at a guard spot uh, and move out to tackle whether injuries happen or Jonah Williams doesn't work out or Lyle Collins, whatever happens. He could absolutely suit in, but give me Bernard Reimann to the Bengals. I wonder if his favorite fruit is uh, bratwurst. Sauerkraut, I think. Oh, on the brat. Probably how it is. That's how you do it. Yeah, 100%. Wash it down with an Oktoberfest. Yep. That's a meal. Yeah. For a fit for an offensive lineman. I would say. All right. Owen's favorite guy, obviously. Uh, Congratulations, Owen. You were able to say his name in the first round. 
About 10 times, too. <laughs> 10 times before the actual pick happened. All right. <laughs> I've, rounding it out with the Detroit Lions. Um, already took a quarterback, uh, so I don't need to do it again. But I am going somewhere else. I'm going a Georgia defender. So how many is this, Owen? How many Georgia guys? I'll count them up for you. Just you give counted me last time. I think we had seven or eight. I'd be curious where we're at again. I'm going safety, Lewis Sign. Lewis Sign. There's your sign. Hey. Uh, Lions need defensive help, as I said before. Uh, they could use some help in the secondary, uh, safety especially. They could use corner help too, really, to be honest. Um, but I'm going sign here. Probably the third best safety in this draft behind Hill and Hamilton. Uh, just gives them another guy in the backfield. Um, let's um lets them do some work back there. So that's where I'm ending this draft with Lewis signed to the Detroit Lions safety out of Georgia. There it is. Well done. Well done. There it is. All right. Owen, let's give me a quick tally or count that up. But that is our mock all the way from Aiden Hutchinson to the Jags to Lewis signed to the Lions at the end. Mock draft 3.0. Man, that was good. That was good. Uh, interesting picks in there. Um, Desmond Ritter, good one. How are you feeling about it? I, feeling I like it? it. I'm feeling good. Jeremy's feeling even better, too. Ooh. We, we got that Georgia pick? Georgia no, because I, no, I, I messed up the recording, so I'm just oh, going geez. back through it and doing it again quick. But I, I, I get it. Just, rela- just relax, okay? Continue. Amateurs. That's what I work Hey. With. Hey. I mean, you're right, but hey. Um, wrong with that. Jeremy, what do you think? What do you think of the mock? Quick. Well, Owen tallies that up. Well, first of all, I think you're being a little mean to Owen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, second yes. of all, Devin Lloyd truly fell out, didn't he? Uh, he did. No linebackers in this draft. In um, this mock. Didn't... Uh, Oh, did nobody took Dean? Nicobe Dean? No, no, Nicobe no. Dean did not go either. Oh, damn. So we got no interior linebackers. That's pretty nope. wild. Um, I think wide receivers kind of got some precedent in there. Um, Absolutely. Yes. A lot of receivers. And then obviously edge and line. I mean, that's what went early. And then the, the big time secondary players go. I think, honestly, my favorite pick of the entire thing is Owen going Daxon Hill at 22. That's probably the my Packers. favorite pick. All I right. just... That guy's like really, really flying up for me. I, I really like that. If I was to go like my next favorite pick, it might be actually crossed to the Saints at 16 myself. Um, or even the Texans going Neil. I think Neil, anywhere Neil goes, is going to be like that's a that's an A plus pick. You know, whoever yeah. gets Neil, because yeah. he'll go top five. And I just hope it's not five. Um, but no, he he he'll be a he'll be a lock day one starter. He's he's a stud. Uh, Seth, Seth, who was the second Chiefs pick again? Dotson. Dotson, that's right. Rich get richer. Yep. If they I was it. to pick my least favorite pick of the draft, it's probably the Patriots going with Seth's his terrorist pick. Um, that one that one just hurt the soul a little bit. Hurt the country, Seth. Um, just uh, it's never it's never a good joke when it's about shooting a president, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, no, it was pretty good. Seth, honestly, yeah. I think 
I think if there's one pick that sticks out the most to me, it's that Ritter pick at 11. Because that it is. would be wild. That would be absolutely wild if it happened. And it could happen. It could happen. It could. No, it, it genuinely could happen. I mean, for him to, first of all, go over Pickett, and second of all, for that to happen to Carson again, I mean, could you imagine? Like, hey, they didn't even let you play a game yet, and they drafted the quarterback in the first round. Like, at least when he was in Philly, it was like, yeah, he was already starting to kind of fall off the, you know, the wagon a little bit. And then we took Hurts in the second round. God, what a just slap in the face. That would be, it'd be kind of sweet to watch. So, um, <laughs> Owen, Owen, you got that? Uh, you got that number? I'm just curious. Real quick, did did Seth draft all three quarterbacks in the first round this time? I did. I did last time. Oh my god, Jesus! Yeah, Owen, we didn't want a fourth, but I didn't. Otherwise, Owen, we'll maybe come back to that. I have my trivia question for you guys. Just the one trivia question tonight. Because it's going to be lengthy. Just four? Just four. Really? Wow. Okay. Because we didn't go Dean. Trayvon, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Oh, Lewis, Lewis Sign. So five. Okay. Trayvon, we... J- Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, George Pickens, Lewis Signer, Chine, or whatever his name is. Okay. Uh, There's right. no way Dean don't go, though. Nicole Dean and Quay Walker are the other two oh, like, yes. possibilities okay. yep. that dropped yep. out. All right. That is the mock, though. All right. <laughs> to, to end the pod tonight, uh, let's test your memory, boys. Uh, draft style, of course. All right. So here it is. You ready? It's a lengthy question, so I'll repeat it. From 2010 to 16, there were 20 quarterbacks drafted in the first round. From 2010 to 2016, 20 quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Nearly half did not remain with their original team for longer than four years. I'll repeat that. Nearly half of them did not remain with their original team, so the team they were drafted by, for longer than four years. Can you name the nine quarterbacks who lasted less than five years with their drafted team? Who lasted less than five? Yeah. There's nine total? Nine quarterbacks from 2010 to 2016 who did not make it longer than five years or four years did not make it longer than four years or less than five. However you want to say it. How do you want to do it? Do you want to like do uh, back and forth or do you want us to just throw them out or work together? You know, it's just one. So you guys can throw them out. And as you say them, I'll check them off. Five or less. It's a group quiz. What's that? Five or less years. Five or less years. Less than five years. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Less than five years. Tripping me up on the words there. Yes. I'll go first. Def- okay. 2010. 2010 to 2016, nine quarterbacks who lasted less than five years with their team. Jake Locker. Jake Locker is one of them. 2011. Correct. Give me Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert, 2011 as well. Correct. Christian Ponder. Jeremy, you looking at your phone? I'm typing them in. Okay. I'm also typing them in. Okay. Christian Ponder, also 2011. All right. Here's your first hint. You've knocked off all the 2011 <laughs> Jeremy, quarterbacks. Jeremy, you looking at your phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you just, 
<laughs> hey, man, you know, I got I got to throw the rule out there. No, you do. Uh, all right. 2011 is knocked out. 2011 is uh, knocked out with Locker, Gabbert, and Ponder. Let's go EJ Manuel. Ooh-wee. EJ Manuel, the only quarterback from the 2013 draft. Yes. Crazy, crazy time. There's got to be one from 2010. There's got to be at least one or two. So you've named four. There's five left. Not from 11 or 13. Correct. You've knocked those off the board. I had names in mind. Now I lost them. Jamarcus Russell? Jamarcus Russell is not on this list. That was like, I think it was 07, if I remember right. Okay. right before. I, I can look. They're all first rounders, right? All first round quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah. Did I'm not gonna. This isn't my guess. I'm just throwing it out. Did Bradford actually last four years, five years with the Rams? Yeah, but he was in the like 2008, wasn't he? He was Wait, 2010, so, I believe. Oh, so back that up. What are you asking, Owen? Uh, well, I'm just. I guess it's. Are not you just even, thinking out loud? I'm just throwing it out, just okay. in my head, thinking out loud right. that Bradford. Bradford was 2010, but. I Jamarcus don't... Russell was drafted in 2007, by the way. But boom, I was right. I, was off. I believe Bradford was the number one overall pick in 2010, but I think he did last five years before he got traded to the Eagles. Does that sound right, Jeremy? 2015 for Bradford? I think I could be very off on that though. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna say. Shit, I just had another one. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> um, you started off well. Now you're struggling. Yeah. Um, those drafts, reminder, 2011, 2013 are off the board. There were a lot of forgettable quarterback drafts, you know? There were. Absolutely. Obvious, obviously, Cam, you know, we know Cam lasted longer than that. Um. Hard to believe Jay Clocker was actually a first-round pick. <laughs> you know, I, I was a he big was fan stunned. of Locker coming out of Washington. Big Same. Fan. I was a huge fan of Locker coming yeah. out of Washington. He yeah. should have went out. He should have came out a, a year earlier. But he, he also him. had some injury problems. He had some well, injuries killed him that was Tennessee. Him. Yeah, Tennessee killed that guy. Yeah, I think the injury at Washington his senior year killed him. Like he would have been number one, but he wanted to stay another year. Um, give me. Yeah, let's just go Bradford. Just I want to hear the answer. Sam Bradford's one of your guesses. That's my guess. Correct. Sam Bradford Ooh. is one of them. 2010. He lasted four years in St. Louis and then moved on to Philly. Four Man, years. EJ Manuel was, was what year? What year was EJ Manuel? 2013? 13, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh Johnny Manziel's got to be on this list, right? Johnny Manziel is one of your guesses. Has to be on here. Uh, yes, 2014, Johnny Manziel. I believe he was, what, Cleveland two years, three years? Wasn't long. I know that. <laughs> that makes me think um, that Deshaun Kaiser was in tw- the 2016 draft. Give me Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser is not on this list. Fuck you, 17. God damn it. Give me one second. Right. I got to catch up with the. Shit balls. Sean Kaiser was 2017, lasted one year, went to Green Bay for a year, and then that was it. So, damn it. What year was he? 2016? 17. 17, 17 was Kaiser. 
not on this list, but I just looked it up. So, so you got okay, Manziel. So, so you have three quarterbacks left. Three Manziel left. Manziel was drafted the same year as Blake Bortles, correct? Uh, UCF. Yes. Give me Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is not on this list. Fuck you. Are you serious? <laughs> was he drafted the same year as well, him and Manziel are the same year, right? Am I wrong? Blake Bortles was in Jacksonville for five years. I knew I knew it was it right. It had on to the be line. less than five years. It wasn't five. Wow, the wording screws me, huh? Hmm. Sickos. Well, it's, you it, know, I did clear that up, you know, pre ma- maximum of four years. So what seasons one through four, they're eligible. Season five, they hit, they're gone. So it's like their rookie, it's like their fifth year option. Do they did they get their fifth year option? Pretty much. I ran, I definitely ran out of steam on this one. There's three quarterbacks left. I can give you a hint. Um, here's the, here's one hint. Um, you've guessed for two of these guys, you've already guessed one quarterback in their year. One of these guys you have not yet. Got to be Manziel's year, on. Who else went that year? There were like four, weren't there? There was a lot that year. That was Derek Carr as same, well. But Bortles is the same draft, right? Bortles was. was. He was 2014. Round. Yes. Carr went second round. Who was the other first rounders that year? Teddy Bridgewater. The is knee that your injury, guess? Yeah. That's my guess. Yes, Teddy Bridgewater is your other 2014 quarterback. I kept wanting to say Lamar, but obviously that was wrong. Teddy Bird. So how many we got left? You have two left after Teddy. Teddy and Johnny Manziel were your 2014 picks. So we need 2015 and 16. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, there's got to be a Bears quarterback in here, so give me Trubisky. Nah, he was like 2017 or 18. He was 2017. Is that yeah. that recent? Yeah. Damn. No, if you all right, my hint last time was you have <laughs> you had so three of them, you had three quarterbacks at the time. Two of them you had guessed a quarterback in their draft already. One of them you did not. So you have two guys left, one you've guessed in their draft, one you have not. Gotta be 14, I'd imagine. You just locked up 14. That that's that was done. Oh. We got Manzel and Bridgewater out of that one. And Manuel is the only one in 13, so is it 11 again? 11 was Gabbert and Ponder, correct? Or no. And Locker. So wait a second. Gabbert. There's, so one those... quarterback, there's one quarterback left that's in a year we've already guessed. So that's got to be Bradford. So it's Bradford's 10. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's got to be. It's got to be. That's what I'm thinking. Not confident, but that's what I'm thinking. Unless, wait, wait, time out. Does it have to be a hit year? that they're they're in right what do you mean so like we guess we guess the correct quarterback on this year right correct okay so it's got to be right oh it's got to be 10 it's got to be bradford potentially 11 there could be another one but um, no he said we were done on 11 correct oh okay so it's 10 10. i'm not i just can't i have no memory of quarterbacks that draft because it sticks like you know i think newton was was newton newton was 11 Newton was the same year as Ponder and Locker and the Buckers. Bradford was the year before. Bradford's year was the last year of the like the unlimited deals. Yeah. 
but it throws that me off. That was the same year as Chris Long as well. I just heard him talking about his draft recently, if I remember right. No, because Jake Long went number one. Chris Long went the same year. Oh, shit, no, I remember you're right. That was like 08, I think. Yeah, shit, you're right. He, he got drafted that long ago. Stafford was 09. So I got a guy in mind, but I can't think of – I can think of his face, but not his name right now for some reason. Thinking 12, so it's not 13, it's not 14. Could be 15. Could be 16. I'm going to let you guys keep thinking. I'm going to see if I can find something else for you. Feel free. Packers obviously – didn't draft one. Uh, Eagles didn't draft a quarterback, did they? In that time? In 10? Or just 10 uh, to 16? Here's your, I'll give you one hit right now, right away. Uh, nobody in 15 and 16. Nobody so, in 15 it's, what? so it's 12, or 10, 12 and 10 is where we're left with then. Nobody in 15 and 16. One in 10, one in 12. Hmm. The one in 10 was the only other quarterback taken in the first round. So there's two quarterbacks taken in the first round, and they're both on this list. 2012, which you're correct. uh, This was the fourth quarterback taken in the first round and the last quarterback taken in the first round. That's crazy to me that it isn't 15 because that means Mariota lasted five years in Tennessee. He did. He lasted five. Correct. The other guy is the last quarterback drafted in 2012. He was the fourth quarterback and the last quarterback drafted in the first round. Four quarterbacks. Give me Brandon freaking Whedon. Brandon freaking Whedon. Wow. Way to pull that one, Owen. Way to pull that one. 28 yes. years old. He probably retired. He's too old. <laughs> That's yes. 2012, right? I think he yeah. did play for the Cowboys, but still. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was old because he was in like the military, and he came back and yeah. all this stuff. Baseball. Yeah. It baseball. was a cool. It was baseball. baseball. That's what it was. I think yeah. it was both. No, was it? Or no, I don't know. Whatever. I think it was just baseball. All I know is he was old as fuck. He was. You're thinking like, that you're thinking like the same draft when the the Eagles drafted Danny Watkins. <laughs> so <laughs> that was Andrew Luck, RG three, Ryan Tannehill, and Whedon were the quarter, four quarterbacks. So crazy, crazy Tannehill. Well, the only one left is Tannehill. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, All right, 2010, the first 20, year. Same year as Bradford. Man. Like I said before, the second quarterback taken and the Bradford and this guy were the only two quarterbacks in the first round that year. Just to give you some content, context, Jimmy Clausen was taken in the second round Shit. that year. You're right. Jimmy Clausen to the Panthers. Could it be Brady Quinn? No, that's Brady Quinn went like 08. You think so? Quinn went around the same time. Yeah, like, you're right. He was. You're right. He was playing against freaking AJ Hawk. Damn. Brady Quinn year. went in 2007. Yeah. And he was shit. the same year as Thomas, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you're right. Seth, what's that oh. fucking grin for? I, I just I just love that this is our last guy. I I just I this is perfect. Perfect. Shit. <laughs> I, I'm Shit. so I, glad this is our last for guy. For some odd reason, 
it feels like it's an eagle or somebody still playing today. It's one of those two things, or both. <laughs> I don't know. I'll see if well, I can give you anything hint. else. Give I don't know if hint. I can give you anything else. What? Give one more hint. All right, let me see what I can dig up. He was also in that draft was Colt McCoy in the third round. Uh, That's really the only other quarterback of note in that draft. Colt McCoy, he's still around, isn't he? 2010. Bradford went one. Uh, This other quarterback went in the second half of the first round. You're not going to give it away with what pick it was. I, I, I don't know. Oh my god! Why is this just bleeding? Like I just, I just, I don't know who this is. Twenty ten. I love it. I love it. You guys are gonna. Woo! I can't wait. Just tell me when, and I'll, I'll give it to you. No. No. <laughs> We're dragging on the pod because of one guy. He, uh, he was. Can you a, si- go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask. Can you say if he's still active? He's not. I'll say that. My only other hint. That's the only thing I'm going to give you. I, I feel like it might give it away already, but that's fine. Uh, he was a flash in the pan. That's for sure. Okay. I have a name. I have, a, I have a face and a team and who they are, but I can't think of his name at all. But he played in Cleveland and he threw it to Braylon Edwards. I don't know Troy who that Smith. is, but that's not correct. Troy Smith is? No, 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 no. Troy Smith went like in the fifth to the Ravens. Right. Uh, super tall dude. It wasn't Charlie Fry. It wasn't uh, Brandon. Are you thinking of Brandon Wynn? Nope. Derek. Anderson. Is oh, Derek Anderson? Derek Anderson. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, but no, not him. Okay. Did this guy uh, retire recently? I can't answer that question. Um, y- yes and no. <laughs> Is he... Um. <laughs> yes and no. I, felt, I I guess it kind of lines up. He 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 feels like he's younger in my head, but this has got to be this has got to be Colin Kaepernick, doesn't it? It's not Colin Kaepernick. God damn it! I thought that that would have fit. That would have fit really well because 2012 playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that, you think he's a second rounder? Ah, uh, he is a second rounder if I remember right. He's a little later too. He was 2011, but yeah, he was a second round. 2010. Did my fucking Eagles draft a quarterback in 2010? No, it's not the Eagles. Okay, thank you. Because I'm sitting here like killing myself. I'm like, am I missing someone right now? Because uh, I, I just want to keep going, you know. But he's uh, he's he. "Quote unquote," played for a variety of teams. "Quote unquote," 
Well, he. What number he, did he wear? What number did he wear? Most notably, what number did he wear? I can't tell you that. Really? Can't tell you that. Okay. That gives it away. Okay. What were you gonna say? He what he 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 ventured around to a, a lot of teams. Um, he he didn't actually play a down for probably three of them. What the hell? <laughs> Why is this? Okay, actually, so... yeah, at, at least three teams. He actually he well an official down. He probably maybe played some preseason snaps. You said um, he's a flash in the pan, right? Correct. With his first team, he was a flash in the pan? Uh, possibly. That that just screams RG3 to me, you know? Seth, you're fucking sick, man. <laughs> I, I don't want to give it away, but I, I also want you to freaking figure it out. Now you got to gotta say, like, teams. I think he – without uh, – He started in primarily AFC teams, uh, but did flirt with one NFC team at one point. They played for the Chargers. That's true. I mean, Rivers was there. Not Rivers. Did he get drafted yeah. by the Chargers? Nope. Oh. Who did the Broncos draft that year? Brock Osweiler. Is it Brock Osweiler? Osweiler? That's not Brock Osweiler. But you're getting that closer. Was the, that was you're getting closer though. Because that was the person that came to my mind earlier when I had the face and the team, but I couldn't think of the name. I you, uh, you're you're getting closer. Company. I'll say that. So he was a Bronco. <laughs> I can't believe it. You got <laughs> it. Oh, let's hear it on. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know why we didn't think of it. Okay. Now, Jeremy, please come on. You it's know, a Bronco, right? Yeah. It, I'm so sorry, listeners. Like this was the perfect cue up, and I <laughs> why why it didn't occur to me earlier when Seth was like, I can't believe you guys haven't gotten this, and this is perfect for the pod. I don't know why, but I'm I'm still not getting it right now for some reason. <laughs> I got I got I I have my uh, I have it ready. <laughs> Seth, he he was uh, he was he was signed to a team contract as recently as last preseason. <laughs> he was on a team. <laughs> That's why I said, is he active? And I said, well, unofficially, officially. Holy crap. I can't believe. Yeah. Oh, say Jesus it. Christ. Uh, we got Johnny Manziel, but we didn't get the actual greatest college football player of all time. Mr. Lefty, Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tebow. Oh. oh. I'm reti- hey, I'm, re- I'm retiring from the pod. This is stupid. <laughs> Jeremy put that name so far out of his brain after last season that, you know, Seth came in and just he- – did you know that we weren't going to get Tim Tebow? I, I I just – no, I didn't. But I love that he was the last one. That is like, perfect. That just was, like, perfect. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. Holy Tebow. crap. Tebow. Oh, love I it. can't believe Woo. that. That's why I said he flirted with a couple teams. He flirted with an NFC team, Jeremy's Eagles. <laughs> why did you just won a playoff Chip game Kelly. with the Denver Broncos against the – Why didn't you just say Chip Kelly and Peyton Manning? <laughs> I I mean, I threw a lot out there. I was that – I hate Jeremy, the way this finished. <laughs> Jeremy, did the Eagles have Vince Young and Tim Tebow on the roster at the same time? 
No. Okay. Thank God. But they had and Tim Tebow and Michael Vick on the same roster, correct? No, we had Vick and uh, Vince at the same time on the Dream Team Eagles with Nambi oh, LM. Yes. Tebow was there. No, he missed he missed him. He was there with uh, who was our quarterback? That was Whitchip Kelly. Who the hell was our quarterback? Kevin Cobb. No, Cobb was way before that. Um, I don't think it was Vic. Maybe they did overlap, but I don't think or maybe it was. it was Foles was 13, I guess, wasn't he? It was right near Foles. Damn, uh, it's Seth. gotta be Foles. Damn. I don't know what. We were we came out here with all these other names, and Tim Tebow was the one we missed. Tim freaking Tebow, how can you miss Tim Tebow? One of the greatest players of all time. They don't even show his eagle. (laughs) They don't even list it. Holy shit! That or the Patriots. Oh my god, Patriots! Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's why I said he flirted with a bunch of teams, but. He never officially had a down with him because no. That was a that was a that was an excellent trivia question, Seth. I will say, excellent, excellent question. Yeah. It was uh, all thanks to the draft coming up next week. So, hey, just so you guys know, the Eagles' 2015 quarterback, the year they went seven and nine under Chip Kelly. Our starting quarterback was Sam Bradford, and then we had Mark Sanchez. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't you say they played together, Seth? Did they? Yeah, he was there with Sam Bradford. I missed that one, then. That was Sam Bradford, Mark Sanchez, DeMarco Murray. Oh, my God. What an ugly-ass team. We even had his running mate, Trey Burton, Florida quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, real quick, I got a question. So, okay. uh, actually, I got three quick trivia ones. Oh, that mine won't take that long. If you guys want them or I can hold them. It's either either way. Give us one. Give us one. Just one. Tease one you and then what? save them for next time. To keep, it on, to keep it on with Seth's question, I'll give you my one. My one good one that will stay right to it. There are only two active quarterbacks with multiple passing touchdowns and zero interceptions in the postseason in their careers. Name these two quarterbacks, both of which were named, not accurately or inaccurately, but no, both of them were named. In they were mentioned part. in this previous They were mentioned, question. yes. They were what, mentioned. What, what was the question again? Go through it. There are only two active quarterbacks with multiple passing touchdowns and zero interceptions in their postseason careers, both of which were mentioned during Seth's question. Was Tim was Tim Debow one Seth? No, no, no. It's not them though. It's not him. All right, repeat it one more time. How many touchdowns and no interceptions? This quarterback not named Tim Tebow. Act two. There are only two active QBs. They're both on rosters right now. Um, there's only two active QBs with multiple passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. In their postseason careers, who are them quarterbacks? All time, all time, they have no interceptions and multiple active. touchdowns. Well, they're yes, but like active. their their entire career, though, like they've never thrown an interception in the postseason. Correct. So, Jeremy did give a hint that 
their names were mentioned. Mm-hmm. I had to. I had to. I was like, this could be a while. Uh, I almost wanted to say Josh Allen, but negatory. Jeez. They have both played for multiple teams. Oh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Negatory. They would both fall into your um, listing, Seth, um, where they played for – okay, the one played for his team for five years, the other one – find out how long he played for his team is it trubisky trubisky is one of which hey the other one was drafted before trubisky by three years three years so quite a quite a 2014 2014 draft who did i say was in that draft earlier i don't know you tell me that was Johnny Manziel, Teddy Johnny Manziel, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater? He was the one that played for his team for too long. And that oh. makes sense. Okay. So, Owen. I guess. It's like Blake Bortles. Yes. Hey. Yeah, Blake Bortles. Yeah. Bortles, Blake and, Bortles yeah. and Mitch Trubisky. Have Dang. Multiple passing touchdowns. Neither of them have turned out to be anything. Okay. Wow. Imagine that. Hey, Mitch. Mitch might be something this year. Yeah, we'll see. All right, that's the pod. Thanks for sticking through those long trivia questions. Love to see Jeremy and Owen torment over Tim Tebow. Always got to bring up Tebow on the pod. Always, always. Uh, But hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We'll be back next week on Thursday for the draft. We'll do a live reaction. Not a live pod. We're not there yet. But a live reaction. We'll we'll, uh, record while the draft is happening. Uh, so it should be fun. Um, but until then, enjoy some spring weather. It's finally feeling springy up here in Wisconsin, and I cannot wait. 70 in a continues. couple of days. I know. Can't wait. Whew. Uh, but otherwise, yes, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy some baseball. It's in full swing now. Uh, and we'll see you next week for the draft. Other than that, as always, adios. 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 adios.